What is up, everybody? This is Marshall from Limited Resources, and you are listening to Seven Land Hand. It's Seven Land Hand! Woo! Brought to you by Good Games. It's the rain of pain falls mainly on the planeswalkers, and from such heights as a console flagship, like Sid Vicious in a sauna, Kaladesh is a frenzied steampunk spectacle. It's also the home of a plucky young gal named Chandra. Spoilers here, I think it's John Travolta who pours blood on her at the end. <laughs> Uh, this is Seven Land Hand. <laughs> is that a Carrie reference? Yeah, Carrie, yeah. Anyway, seeking more KLD than a Malaysian lady of the night, it's our very own Lotus Petal, Aaron Graham. Hello. Welcome back. Well, thanks. <clears throat> it's nice to be back. And Kai. Gearhawk. Griffiths. That's a, way better, that's a way better nickname. I, yeah, get, the, I get the soft, delicate Lotus Petal. Too bad I can't, like, I can't lead in with some kind of like... You have enough like bionic stuff in your hands though. Yeah, you I can just, you should just be, crack my oh, I wasn't gonna say anything. Like... I thought he'd be self conscious about that. <laughs> that's why Shouldn't you called point straight out. Our very own gear hulk. I didn't realise. A weird uh, Android gear hulk, man. gear hulk is our word. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah. I feel they like I've stepped they. over a line. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So gentlemen, what's been happening in your respective worlds of geek since like forever, right? We've all been travelling the world. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Kai. You've just been what? Kai's in... been working his ass off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Aaron, we've been traveling the world. Yeah. So um, we have no time to do it. It's, we're, we're back doing an MTG pod. I went to Innsbruck, which I confused with Inns, Innsmouth. Innsmouth, yeah. It's in Austria. You've got the Innsbruck Brook look. <laughs> the Innsbruck look. The Innsbruck look. I yeah. hmm. uh, went to Europe for a couple months and uh, played a Grand Prix when I was in England. Visited in Manchester. Some, in Manchester. And how did you go? Uh, pretty well, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm so, um, I mean, I mean. Oh, yeah. Of course. What? What? I mean. Oh, yeah. We sure. expected yeah. you, you to. Were, you yeah. Were I just got so mistaken. surprised. Yeah, I was. Just, I was playing with you. I, yeah, I was expecting you to do well. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, yeah. I went eleven and four. I was, I was playing black white control in standard just before. Um, uh, just before Eldritch Moon came out. I've heard about this. You've uh, turned your, your back on blue white. What's I, have, so, I thought you were just strapped so the blue, to blue white, white forever. Was more of like a like a Theros, yeah, Theros era kind of thing. And in in standard, I tried it out, but it never really uh. fully came together. Black white's been my, my wheelhouse for a little while now. It's like it's got all the tools to deal with everything and. I ran into seven other people out of 15 rounds who thought the same thing, so I played right. other people playing the black-white Mirror match matches everywhere. About half of the, the matches I played. Can I ask, like, did you know, lots of people in Manchester... Oh, I'm going to stuff this up now. Are people from Manchester Scouse? No. Oh, oh go stand in the rain. Yeah. Are, they, are they Geordies? No, that's Newcastle. That's Scouse Newcastle. is Liverpool. It's Liverpool. Yeah. Mancunians. Uh. What's, yeah. what's a man? Well, what's a Manchester accent sound like, David? Oh God, I, oh. I can't do accents. I think I could do accents with about twenty minutes warm up. Yeah, oh, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I can't do them just like that. I just in my head, I was like, some some guy like, and then I'll play. Like, I can't. Yeah. Nah, I'm not even gonna try, but like, yeah, <laughs> like, that's it. Hey, hey, listen, I'm gonna play like containment field. <laughs> that's, like, that I, I that's, that's, those are my relatives in in north of yeah, Lancashire. Like, it's time for me to proper. play my my planeswalker. It's because of its close proximity to Europe. All the English. Grand Prix are just filled with European pros. There's not many English pro Magic players, so I played the person who beat me. The only person who beat me on day two yeah. was uh, the Spanish Platinum Pro Antonio Del Maral oh, Leon. Antonio, yeah. He's, he, I'm surprised he hasn't been on the pod, but yeah, you know, me too. Yeah. yeah, I asked him about it. He said, "Oh, 
he says something in Spanish. Been, I think and then when I looked it up, he disappeared. Yeah. yeah, I hate it. And he's like sitting there in front of you and he goes, and then I'll play L Planeswalker. And you're like, oh, oh, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> what, is, what is that? Yeah, judge, that's a Spanish card. <laughs> Sorry, we're in Manchester. If we're going to play Manchester cards, please. Is it uh, Manchester so the Gathering? Manchester the Gathering. Played a little bit in uh, in Wales and stuff as well, um, but no, no Grand Prix or anything for the rest of the time. And then wandered our way through Europe and uh, had Some a really sound good time of music in the hills yeah. of Austria. Yeah, yeah. it's good <laughs> stuff. And how are things at um, work, Kai? <laughs> I, did, I did some travelling, but it oh, was okay. you know it was via like great mediums like video games. Oh, I thought oh, you mean yeah. like the bus on the way to work. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah. Take the bus. What what is this? What escape? <laughs> what, what escapism has be, have you been using to uh, escape the daily grind? So oh, I mean, what's recently? <laughs> so I just started Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. So I've been to Europe. Mm-hmm. I've been to Prague. <laughs> and what Dubai. was that again? Day, I also day went to Prague. Sex. Yeah, Deus Ex. Deus Ex. Oh, Deus Ex. I heard Day Sex, like Day Spa. Yeah. Day Sex. Mm-hmm. You just go into a, a building. That's they Grand massage Theft, you. Grand Theft Auto, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah same Afternoon delight. Um, yeah, no, yeah. Conversation with people and they're like, oh, you're going to play Juice X? And I was like, no, that's what happens when a Jewish man and a Jewish lady love each other very much. I'm going to play Deus X. Deus X. Uh, but I played I'm, Metal Gear Solid Five. I've been married for um, 12 years and I've been Juice X for quite a long time. <laughs> hey, <laughs> high five, everyone. Ooh. Marriage stays. But, uh, Did we just do three self high fives? That's the yeah. saddest thing that's ever happened after. A, They're after not self high fives. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, really great high fives with each other. Yeah. Oh, I feel the love. <laughs> okay, Deus Ex. Oh, I'd love to hear about that. Uh, well, well, you know, it's good fun. You play as a guy who didn't ask for this, Adam Jensen, and uh, it's a continuation of. Uh, so this is Mankind Divide, continuation of Human Revolution. So essentially, uh, everything was going really great in the world. There was lots of cybernetic uh, people getting fake arms and mm. legs. and Like, like yourself, like, Gearhawk. Yep, exactly. Yep. Well, like, fake arms, like, fake everything from the neck down for me. But, um... Yeah. Uh, it's a Hulk. And from the neck up? I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, <laughs> my brain is just in a jar of ether. Um, oh. Brain in a jar, yeah. Not like, everything's going great. Some people are not okay with everything going great and going, this is playing God and this is meddling. So, you know, mm. assholes. Those guys and, uh, are always around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then one of them flips a switch and goes, oh, everyone that has augmentations is going to turn into, like, an animal and, like, harm everyone around them. And so now there's... This rather touchy term they use in the promotion, a mechanical apartheid, ah, where like, uh, all the people who are augmented I are think, like, I suspect they're making a political statement in mm, this game, mm. aren't they? A societal kind of... What was the of... one made by... Uh, uh, people with the uh, stuff. Uh, South African alien Oh, yes, movie. yes. District 9. District 9. District 9, oh, yeah. Blomkamp. Just yeah, left you out Blomkamp. there on that one. That's that was good. dripping with it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, have you seen um, Chappie? No, I haven't. I have. Uh, have yeah. you seen Chappie? And do you know the bad guys, the, the, the guy and the girl from that? I don't know because I haven't seen it. Yeah. They're Deantwood. Yes. Oh, and ha- really? <laughs> exactly. Cool. And have you ever seen any of their stuff? Yeah. My goodness. New album came out this week, actually. I yeah, read the my AMA kid, and read it. I let my kids listen to a little bit of that oh. in the car until my wife shut it down, which was the, the Hey Fatty, because I knew they'd love it, was the Hey Fatty Boom Boom. Hit me with the ching ching. Which is classic. Do you have, have you seen the video for it? I know, right? Oh. It's, whoa. It's, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to write this in my notes. Dial this up. Dial this up at home, listeners. If it's, uh, is that what the name, what's the name of the it's song? It's called Fatty Boom Boom. Fatty Boom Boom. And Fatty is it Hit Me With Your Ching Ching or Ting Ting? Oh, it's hard, hard to tell. To, it's hard Maybe to tell. one is 
Really? They are making plenty of statements in that. And I've got to say, I think despite the uh, amount of aggression coming out of the L.A. rap scene in the, you know, because I've been watching the, the um, Snoop Dogg and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a bit of, uh, who was it, uh, Biggie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tupac, yeah. watching a few docos on that. They I'm really got... excited for Tupac and Biggie's uh, next album yeah. to, to drop. Oh, yeah. it's been um, a long time. Yeah, it's been eagerly. a long time. Yeah, 20 I, years. The, Frank Ocean, talk oh, about hype. Biggie and Tupac. They've both been um, killed off. They've, they're dead. They died with, bullet, with bullets. Surely, not, but but Bob Hoskins is still alive, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is something uh, we discovered. Yeah. Oh, inside jokes, listeners. We're covering oh, too much this ground here. Great for people All right. <laughs> to listen to. One thing we need to point out: Aaron just found out like about half an hour ago. We, uh, Kai, and I just told him that Bob Hoskins died. I was devastated. <laughs> so there's not going to be no Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. Oh, so listeners, we'll, we'll never forget where we were when we when Aaron learned that Bob Hoskins died. Yeah. <laughs> where were you when I- you learned that Aaron knew that Bob Hoskins was dead? You were right where you are right now, driving to work or wherever you're listening to this. You've just learned that Aaron just found out Bob Hoskins. And apologies if you didn't know. Poor Bob Hoskins. Yeah, we've lost so many people in 2016, including Bob Hoskins. <laughs> That was, was it? Was it this year? No, it was <laughs> ages ago. I don't know what he died. I found out half an hour ago. Oh. Oh. Michael Jackson died this year, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But okay. all, all that talk about the uh, the uh, the other the American rappers—they've got nothing on the aggression coming out of this. The Antwoord, yeah. Oh, uh, my it's favorite, amazing. My, one of my favorite quotes from their song. Uh, I oh, think you're I'm freaky, and I like you a lot. No, well, yeah, but there's uh, there's their other song, and I'm going to suddenly forget. Oh, um, fuck you, Lanias. Like, what did you say to me? Means like fuck all the fuckers oh. in uh, in <laughs> Afrikaans. Sorry, through, sorry, right? the adult rating. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, but that's in why that, we have the explicit tag. Well, exactly. Yeah. In that clip, one of the lines, uh, Ninja says, uh, I'll introduce you to my two friends, and he pulls out two guns as he sure. says this. I'm telling you, and I told you. Like, oh, and mm. it's just this, yeah, relentlessly, it's like, don't don't mess with him, because he'll, like, yeah. he'll shoot you and stuff. I've heard some insane crap about that band, yeah. Yeah, they're all mates with Marilyn Manson and, like, Johnny Depp now, though. So they're, they're the like, same, they're that kind of shock. Oh, sorry. Shock. I was trying to... Oh, he's no watching the football on the podcast. I was, I was trying to get a bit of Fatty Boom Boom happening, and I hit an advert. Professionalism. Yeah. Oh, We've ads. all been Can't there. Give it. Oh. Get ad block. Yeah. Can you get that? Yeah. Oh, here, here she comes. Let's, let's just hit it straight up. It's got a, it's got a very big intro. This is a Lady Gaga bit. Yeah. You really just want to jump to like three minutes in. I know. I'm trying to get there. Come on. Yeah. should probably edit this bit out. Here we go. Here we go. Oh. Look at that. People at home, if you can see it. <laughs> it's it's, it's hand. <laughs> this is not with. where I expected this podcast yeah, to go. No. That's the line of gold. Wow, this is, uh, this is, this is making a bold statement in this video. Goodness me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I can't. Yeah, so not, not a bit, not a hugest fan of those guys. No. Oh, they're, 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 they're transcendent. They're, they're trying. Yeah, they're trying was, to push the buttons. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway. anyway. So that's what we did in, in the last fortnight. Sorry, guys. Um, Deuce. Where were we? Do sex, sex. Machina? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch, Blizzard's. Uh, what mo- is the deal with that game? So it's a 
Um, team, team based shooter. Yeah, it's a team based shooter, but it's got a lot of elements from MOBAs like League of Legends and. Um, What's the really famous one? Dota 2? Dota 2. I was going to say, like, Paragon? Paragon? <laughs> yeah, like any of the other clones. <laughs> What's the other one? Um, Hon, Heroes of New Earth. I played that one for a little yeah. while. Here's it's a, uh, a very, very strategic six-on-six first-person okay. shooter. Um, very cartoony graphics made by Blizzard. It's very, very polished. Everyone's got their own little voice lines. and um, There's no can- mission... The, component well, to the game. There's no, there's no single player. Single player, yeah. Single player. It's it's multiplayer, but it's it's so intense and the strategy is so deep that it's like, it, it's very very Blizzard. Kinda How like, do you get into a game like that after the first three hours of it being released? Because surely you were the lowest common denominator after that, right? Well, oh. I was I was sorry, I was away when it got released, and when I came back, everyone had already had their fifty hours in yeah. this competitive game, and I was like just exploring it like playing quick play I had to get up to level 25 before I could play competitive um, <clears throat> which is like ranked matches yeah. so it gives you like a chess style rating it's um, is, it, is it ranked like in Magic Jewels where they just get you and the other person that wants to play Magic Jewels at the time so you might be level 2 and they might be level 4000 yeah. or is it serious well, well, they, it's they, actually nice there's to you. so many millions of people playing oh, these good. Blizzard games all at one time that you are always matched against someone that's roughly your level yeah. um but it's just intense, and there's like 25 different heroes, and each one of them is radically different. Yeah. That it's like your team could be made up of someone that has literally 100 health, uh, and so it takes one shot from the enemy to kill you, but they're crazy fast. Yeah. And then someone that can become a ghost like at will, and they have like a medium health, and then a guy that's so slow, he's like a big fat guy with a hook <laughs> and a shotgun. Is that you? Is that- no, no, oh, I thought you were going to talk about Rein- my boy Reinhardt. Reinhardt, yeah. But Reinhardt is a massive dude with a hammer. He doesn't have a gun. He's just got a hammer. Right. And then other people are shooting him from across the map, but he's got so much health he can just absorb, can absorb it all. all the bullets. And, so, shield. And, a, and a huge shield that can block his entire team. Yeah. So it's this really wide array of characters, and I'm learning to play like, like a... Call of Duty style like rifle guy, and then also an angel that literally just heals people and just and then runs away <laughs> and heals some people oh, again. Yeah. And then like a Jamaican guy who can make everyone run really fast. Oh, and Jimmy Carr. We were talking about him before. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, it's just every hero that you play feels so wildly different that it's kind of like you're playing twenty different first person shooters and it's just kind of mashed together and you've got to use everyone's strengths and weaknesses really, really interesting. So this is like intense role playing. Role playing uh, game yeah, intensely. Ex- like, except yeah. the the rounds go for 10, 15 minutes and it's just constantly you're just on the edge of your seat like trying yeah. to stay alive and trying to heal your fr- oh it's so it's great. It's yeah. really, really good fun. You jumped in on this as well, Kai. I was yeah, I was yeah. gonna say I got this pretty close to it coming out, I think a couple of days after it came out mm-hmm. and I played it on and off. I've used been using it as a palette cleanser between like single player games. Yeah, like, that kind okay. of thing. I love it for that. And it's, yeah, it's so awesome because it's easy. You can jump in. The longest I've ever waited for a match was like a minute and 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was on, that was at like 1 a.m. on a Monday night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, and it's just exactly what he said. But it's so well balanced. Like, they've invested so much into the balance that you can pick a character. Like, the meta of competitive has reduced the field of what's a viable character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at least in the quick play or casual play stuff, mm-hmm. you see, yeah, awesome games. Personally, I run. Uh, Farah, who wears like almost like Stargate style Egyptian armor, and yeah, she's yeah. like a rocket soldier. Yeah, and she's got like shit. Stargate, Stargate, Fargate, Star, Farah, Farah, Farah Stargate. Fargate, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but it's it's just all the maps. If you're running around on the ground, the map is pretty interesting. But then you have heroes that can literally just fly around. 
So Farrah has a jetpack and you can just fly around the map and explore it that way. Okay. And you can see it completely differently to someone who is, is, is ground-based. Ground yeah. so it's really amazing how they've balanced all the maps, all the different heroes, and they're constantly patching it so that if one hero is getting... 70% play in competitive matches they'll make they'll bring it down a bit so the other ones become more viable oh, so okay. it's kind of like a magic meta that they can change on the fly because it's just Constantly digital balanced. it's really interesting and they they release really good YouTube videos as well where they're actually explaining it it's like it's not like oh, you yeah. wake up in the morning and turn on your Overwatch <laughs> it patches and you go oh my favourite character is suddenly the worst character mm-hmm, now yeah. there'll be there will have been a YouTube video explaining that like you know this guy's getting played too much mm-hmm. or he's hurting like tank units way more than we thought he had mm-hmm. so we've like knocked his damage down against tanks like yeah. tanks have so like, here's how to deal him. with these changes here's how other people are going to deal with with you but it's still viable like it's just slightly less good than it was before it's really interesting to be uh, after playing poke the debacle of, of pokemon goes uh, uh public relations where, where they just didn't speak to the community everyone's complaining about everything all the time and they made no changes yeah this is constantly they're listening to the community on reddit they're listening to all of the internet forums and, and people how are pokemon going are they catching up on that now? They started no. to because they've oh, they, that's such a thing to. They had a huge, huge, huge cash cow on their hands. Yeah, exactly. And they uh, they just like they've bottled it. They've they've screwed it because they had a tiny team. They had like less than fifty staff working oh. on a game that's being played by t- uh, hundred million I think it was people. Turning over millions it within was, yeah. days, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's dropped off so sharply. I've never seen anything wow. lose interest. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen anything gain interest that quickly. Yeah, exactly. Because that happened while I was It was, was a phenomenon, well. right? It was, everyone was doing it. Amazing, like, yeah. <laughs> Not me. I don't know. I you played didn't. it for like five minutes. <laughs> I think and then it's like my partner was like, I'm going to the park at like 2 a.m. And like, I'm yeah. like, oh, please don't get murdered. And she goes, no, no, it's for thousands of other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I got to think the turf's getting worn out. They're putting up cordons and stuff now. People can't go in the gardens. Yeah, like, could you Yeah, could you imagine a year ago saying, I'm going to go to King's Park at 1 a.m.? You'd be like, why? <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you? It, but there's got, 500 people there. You'd plan an intervention with the yeah. drug habit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, the... the Pokemon Go has put such a huge dent in the serial killer market because, like, where are <laughs> yeah. they going to dump the bodies if, if King's Park's full of people at night? <laughs> yeah. Even the, the ocean. Like, mm. you can catch Magikarps down there. People farming Magikarps <laughs> at one thirty in the morning <laughs> right. as well. Can't dump my bodies there anymore. Yeah. Anyway, we are here to discuss magic. So before we hit the Kaladesh pretty hard, have we got anything else to say about, you know, what has been uh, Shadows of Innistrad and Eldritch Moon as we sort of bid them farewell, even though they're still in standard and mm. we're still... They're still in standard. The, the drafting, it was fun. Um, something I was going to talk about in my week of geek was they've changed uh, Magic Online a little bit. Um, now, when you draft, you don't play against the people who you drafted with. You can play in draft leagues on demand. So you draft your deck on a, on a yeah. table of eight how you normally would, and then you get paired against other people who have done the same thing but that are looking for a game right then. Oh, so okay. I can draft my deck in the morning, play a game, and then go to work and then finish off my draft later in the day. Against Whereas before you needed to spend about two, two and a half hours sitting down oh, that's waiting for the eight people. So it's, it's made drafting a lot more accessible. And that's, yeah, that's a really interesting thing that I think, I think card games in general, Magic included, mm-hmm. is going to have to catch up on is this humane game design. That, yeah. that, that there's points where you're able to to leave where mm-hmm. that kind of thing like that's what's great about Overwatch you play yeah. for 15 minutes and you go you go I'm oh done. one game's enough I'm going to go do something else yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah to make that I'm going to draft uh, it's going to take me three hours yeah. like but so there'll be a there'll be a different sort of like uh, there'll be a different 
experience there, though, because mm. if you draft in real life and play, if you get all the killer black-white cards, mm. there's a good chance that nobody else at that table has uh, equally powered black-white Exa- deck. Yeah. So there's so no, going to be no mirror. You could get a, a pretty powerful mirror match in a draft format. And this in the is way the thing that I have run into a little bit, and this is the big debate that happened when they announced this. They said, we're going to can all the other types of drafts apart from single elimination eight fours which are like the ones that the pros play because as soon as you lose you're out okay. and you need to make the final to get any prizes yeah and that's like you don't want to be doing that if you're not the best yeah, at drafting because you just lose you get one game and you're gone you, you, exactly yeah. so they said we're going to get rid of all the other draft types apart from that and then every other draft will be leagues because they need to just have a volume of people in there um and so there's lots of pros and cons to it, but they, they did a pretty much a whole episode about this on limited resources, but the pros far outweigh the cons. I could draft 20 times, whereas before I could only draft maybe 10 times yeah. when a set comes out, which is a huge difference to me. Just time and, um, and the amount because of Because if people dropped out before, you would just get a buy? Is that what would happen? Yeah, you would. Now you're in a pool of 2,500 people looking yeah. for a game. So if you don't feel... Because sometimes you get into a draft and you lose the first round you're like oh i gotta play my other two matches just so that i can maybe get two boosters yeah. now you can leave it for a day you can live for a week and just come back and be like here's that deck i draft you can change it around you can do all sorts of stuff you're not tied to sitting at your computer for two and a half hours to get a draft done um which was how i did it for, for years but, but then do people just go in there draft if they get a stinky deck draft again yeah stinky deck draft again oh i've got a good deck i'm gonna play this one out well that's all right like you know but it's all right for them because it's all right they're selling because they're selling lots of product yeah. yeah um it's still it's swiss pairing so you don't get knocked out in draft leagues so it incentivizes you to play all your games even if you lose okay. in the first couple of rounds but like you said i drafted a sweet blue red deck First round, played against a dude that had my deck, but better, and he opened better rares than me. Right. And I was like, well, great. But that's going to happen <laughs> in every kind of draft anyway. Yeah, Someone's yeah, going to beat you down with their, their rares. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any uh, magic news from just the general in the past? Yeah, I mean, like, for me, I was a bit sad to see the way the Eldrazi happened for, for Eldritch Moon. Oh, he was so pumped for, yeah. for Emrakul and, the, and all the clues that led to it. But when the reveal happened... I was like, eh. yeah, right. yeah. I've known that for like six months. I, I, <laughs> yeah, that's the eyes thing. on the inside. Eyes on the inside. And I was like, yeah, Emperor, done. Yeah, like, done. And all the weird eyes and tentacles on the shadows cards. So to us, like reading into that and looking at the flavor text and looking at yeah. the stuff, we're just like, bit dragons obviously maze. it's Emrakul. Bit, and yeah. then nothing. No, and then no dragons. No, no, no tentacles. actual payoff. Yeah. Emrakul was revealed, and we we're like. Sure. Finally. Cool. All right. Yeah, yeah, we cool. knew he was coming. Werewolves with some Eldrazi tentacles and stuff, and you're like, yeah. But the thing, thing for me that I think really ruined it is that, like, I think in some degree, like, I get, like, I get why they designed it that way, law wise. Like the whole like emerge and you can sacrifice another creature, mm. and it's like the Eldrazi is like, you know, chest bursting, bursting out, out yeah, chest bursting, yeah. stuff like that. But then you lost, I think, a lot of those really cool Eldrazi like back effects, like mm. things like that. Whereas you had those standalone Eldrazi creatures mm. in. Uh, Oath of the Gay Watch and Battle for Zendikar that were like, yep, it's an Eldrazi creature, and uh, like every time you, yeah, every time your opponent plays this, they discard a card. Mm-hmm. I can't suddenly can't remember the name of that card. Yeah. Something rather Mind Raker or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, not Mind Raker. Uh, Mind Raker is the one where like you process a thing from exile and put it in their graveyard and they discard a card. Yeah, no, I'm thinking of the blue one. That's like every time you play a colorless card, your opponent mills one. Oh, Gate Sky. Watch. 
Scourer or no. something like that. Oh, we're all just <laughs> just offending all the listeners yeah. now. But uh, mm. but yeah, and I was kind of like, oh, and then it was like Go Go Gatewatch Rangers, and they all formed together and did their ultimate move and which is it my, in the moon. Which is my point on this. This is probably good. You know, we can get kind of comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I told you about it earlier on, Aaron. Uh, was you know how they've been trying to develop these planeswalkers as key characters so that they could eventually do the magic movie because that's where the big money is, right? If you think about all of the art, imagine any of the art on any of the cards which shows all the planeswalkers as a team in action doing something, it blows. It's the worst looking yeah. card ever. And this is a game that has amazing art, like beautiful pictures on tons of cards. But as soon as you get them in action doing something, it looks terrible. Now think of that as one frame from a two-hour movie. style movie, yeah. And you've got millions of frames. <laughs> it's it's going to be terrible. Yeah. That's just... I, I think it would work better if... So if you took, uh, like, the last Zendikar block as your film, right? Right. Because that shows, like, forming the Gatewatch mm. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it also has Jace kind of off to the side being a wanker, not, not centrally being a wanker, mm-hmm. like in Australia. But Gideon's um, the leader and they're all kind of... Yeah. Yeah. But I think it would be better if you followed people like Tazri and that kind of thing, like yeah, the, the who, slightly yeah. more Joe Blows Endicari. Those, yes. those are always the more interesting stories to me, how regular people deal with being in a world that is full of that stuff. It's which like is, the Rogue One approach exactly, to the a, Star yeah, Wars yeah, yeah. universe. Mm-hmm. So instead of the big heroes, it's like, how's the regular guy? It's someone yeah. we can relate to, because I'm not a Jedi. Like, uh, I just was, want to break that, that, that to you guys. About the, I'm not a Jedi. You, it's hugely you're not a Jedi. No, I'm not a Jedi. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You're, you've lied to the census again. You know what? I did for a while. Yeah, that was one of my favorite bits about uh, Jessica Jones and um, Daredevil. They just they start off really just as people, and they yeah. go, "When all that stuff happened to New York, oh, like the green it's just guy, like, the thing, green yeah, guy, it's, oh it's, man, like yeah. it's this thing you're kind of inconvenienced by." Like I really like the the human stories are what interests me. Yeah, exactly. It's not, Jace being like, oh, I can just read everyone's mind, and Chandra being like, I'll just channel the the power of Zendikar through Nissa and just burn the Eldrazi to death. There's so much that around. Why? I don't think we're in. We don't think there's an audience there just to sit back and be in awe of people having superpowers. No, well, because we nobody, have no nobody really cares. Yeah, yeah exactly. nobody really cares. It's, it's exactly that relatable thing. Like Tazri's story, and if you haven't read Tazri's story, go and look it up. Like why she wears a halo around her neck and all the rest of it, mm. um, and that kind of thing is relatable. Had a hard life. Yeah. This stuff happened happened regrets all that kind of thing mm. like look i didn't kill an angel and regret it but i can relate to that notion of like you made a bad decision or what you thought was a good decision turned out to be a bad decision but yeah. the, every time the planeswalker something bad happens to them it's like well mate you're yeah. able to piss off to another dimension exactly. at will yeah like, it's a, like, i don't like this job like, i'm yeah. gonna go to it's another dimension superman Bye. has kind of blown for ages if you if yeah. you're doing a good superman movie i think you've got to concentrate on the clock can sort of side of it more than the superman yeah. side of it because that's or the do only like character an comic style reboot where he's not all power he's not a god he's not all powerful he yeah. can be hurt he can be captured and stuff because it's not interesting to see a god interacting with humans it's Man. not interesting and we're humans and the magic oh, yeah. movie well, yeah. i've hypothesized for a while is not going to be about the gate watch because audiences hollywood audiences don't want to see that 
Yeah. They oh. want to see a teenage kid become a planeswalker and do yeah. magic-esque and stuff. And just one of them. Don't try to overstuff it. We don't want to know about all of them, all in the same movie. If it's like an origin story for everybody, but it's going to be gonna Jace. Be, uh, it's going to be Jace, and it's going to be some kid getting picked on at high school, and then he finds out he can read minds, and then he finds out about the world of magic, and he falls in love with Liliana. Actually, blah, any, blah, blah, blah. any origin story is going to suck, It's all going to be garbage. Mm, no. It's never going to be bad. They should, uh, good. They should just... It's never going to be good. <laughs> I was going to say, no, but I've suddenly realised something. Because I had the thought, like, on the way here... Let's like, write the magic movie right now, Kai. Yeah. Come okay, on. Okay, all right. So, uh, step number one. <laughs> yeah. Paul Lamog is <laughs> a main character, okay? Just messes Has up a hard time people. in high school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll escape to the blind eternities and eat worlds. That'll show you guys. Yeah, flush my head in the toilet. Um, <laughs> yeah. Can he have a charging badger? Beaver? Charging badger's a sidekick. Okay, great. Yeah, but, I'm, in, um, I'm on board. I'm in. I think, I think we Green might light. hit upon something. Because I was driving here and I was literally, like, thinking about, you know, and I was like, oh, man, there's... A lot of new planeswalkers lately. Like, I feel like a really high rate of new planeswalkers. So we've just had Sahili Rai, Dovin Barn, mm-hmm. um, Conspiracies had Kaya, the yeah, ghost, ghost, war- assassin, ghost assassin, and that the, kind of thing. Uh, werewolf woman. Uh, uh, Arlen Cord. Arlen Cord, yeah. And I'm wondering if, not so much that we're getting set up for a new uh, Gatewatch, but I'm, I'm wondering if we're going to somehow kind of wrap up some Gatewatch stuff a bit and it would be the like let's say okay so we're watching we're writing the magic movie right now uh, main character is Sahili Rai female no, uh, never gonna hero happen. Yeah. <laughs> dang yeah, so it's, like I, so Aaron's already read a little it's no well, good well, well the, the problem with all of this wow we're going real deep on the magic law thing but this is very important for Kaladesh okay, because yeah. we are in unprecedented territory with them exploring the story in this way we've looked at the origin of the Gatewatch and then being all-powerful and destroying all three Eldrazi Titans, yeah. where do you possibly go from there? Yeah, what's going to threaten them? ruined it by... Yeah. I'm sorry, wizards. You've ruined it by making them destroy the biggest villains that we've literally ever seen and just... With you just Mary sued it and you turned <laughs> up and you just, like, channeled Zendikar's power into burning them to death. Literally just burn them to death and Zendikar, and they're like, Yay! We did, we did yeah. it with our powers combined. No, you didn't. You it's, just kind of made up these things that you didn't have before. Well, and now, sorry, we, and, and then yeah, in the no, future, they're going to go... It's, it's still going to be the Gatewatch. I think Ajani's going to join. Oh, from, yeah. Have you guys yeah, seen he's his He's still got another eye to lose. Still got another eye to lose blind Ajani <laughs> yeah. in the future. Well, that would be and cool. Ajani's got yeah. a big beef with Nicobolas, yeah. and we found out that the next Tezzeret. set after this, and Tezzeret as well. Is, he's the boss of Kaladesh. Yeah, I, well, I read yeah, that. Yeah, so... But, uh, she... I've got a lot of theories about this. Maybe we should cover this a little bit later yeah, when okay. we go fully into, yeah, yeah. into Kaladesh mode. Yeah, let's go deep but in Kaladesh in I'm, a minute. I'm worried that they've... Uh, Mark Rosewater, again, also a huge comic book enthusiast yes. as well. So he's gone, let's make a comic book team of superheroes. Yeah. And then make them fight big bad guys like the Eldrazi, Nicobolas, do all these things. It's going to be a while before we aren't looking at the Gatewatch, I think. Sahili Rai, Arlen Cord. Dovin Barn are like characters who happen to be planeswalkers that they can introduce as pretty much NPCs yeah. to, to yeah. be um, accessories in each of the Gatewatch's stories, but it's never. So it's going to be, be a the, while before we look at something. Are those else. guys going to be the red shirts allowed, that they can yeah. kill off mm-hmm. in They'll a planeswalker be, movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. If, if they ever even put them in a movie, it's going to be. Uh, it's, yeah. There's, there's people that have got to be queuing up to do it, right? Because it's. The audience is there. Mm uh, is like is it though? I'm not sure it is. Is Magic yeah. big enough in China? Because that's a big deal for movies yeah. now. Because Avengers does so well because they just lap it up oh, in, okay. in China, Japan, oh. J- Japanese audiences. Would you go? I'd go and see any garbage 
magic movie. Yeah, if if you two went and saw a magic movie and went, came back laughing, saying that was rubbish, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go see it tomorrow. I'm going to go see it anyway. I'm going to see it anyway, which is what I'd do with the next Avengers movie. Whether you, mm. Whatever happened, I'm, yeah. I'm going to go see but it. I did with Suicide Squad as well. I was like, I went in knowing it was probably going to be pretty bad, but I was just along for the ride. Yeah. But Avatar, The Last Airbender, really great animated oh. TV series. Oh. M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> Ding Dong oh. did the live action movie without being interested in the original IP and screwed it up and I literally never want to see that movie because why would I want to see that Mm. whereas magic is like is so extreme that I know the the content so well it's going to be ridiculous no matter what it is maybe they have to like fully go the other way like if if it is because the Gatewatch are just a team of the Mary Seuss Mary Seuss out (laughs) like just (laughs) really category fire mind reading Necromancy, Mercy, Mercy. Yeah, you know, and like, they can always do all the things that they need to do all of the time. They Gideon, never have any troubles with anything. Gideon's so brave, he's literally invulnerable. Yeah, right? oh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's like, so I just brave. Believe he's that the I'm brave Captain America be... of the. Oh, of the he is, he is, yeah. Yeah. But like, what if they did that and went? Like, not parody level, but just went, like, hard out on they are Mary Sue's and they're, like, absolutely untouchable. And it's yeah. just they're unrelentingly, like, successful. It's totally that, uh, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it could be almost like, oh, I'm trying to think of a good kind of comparison to this. Like, almost... Mm, Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah! Kind of, like, like self-referential, they know how insane yeah. they are compared to everyone else on the plane but then you need to be arrogant as well and that needs to be part of your character which is like Gideon's a dead, pretty dead. arrogant he like flipped off a god and that's why yeah, he's like I just feel like it off. takes itself too seriously for that like it does, at the core that, of it that is the core problem with all of this kind yeah. of stuff Guardians of the Galaxy was so great because it didn't take itself seriously yeah. Deadpool as well but when I watch the Avengers I'm like Stop! Yeah, magic Stop. can't get magic can't get there where it can um, just no. have a laugh at itself. No. I'm pretty sure. But if they're in new territory with exploring the story and how the story ties in with the cards, are a couple of years away from it being. Oh, this, the writing's the of, writing's just so bad. When we though. started this podcast three years ago, we mm. were think we were talking about what the magic movie is going to be about. It hasn't happened in three years, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? So mm. it's going to be... And, they, and now you're saying it'll be another three, four years before we see this easily, thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's actually just one of those IPs that is uh, just just a bit of a, a you know, keep it in your back pocket kind of thing. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Magic the Gathering, it's, it's, as a card game, is worth you know, billions and millions and jillions and Brazilians. Mm-hmm. Like, so we just have the rights to How that. How many Brazilians it just, yeah. is it worth? Uh, I'm going to say at least 7.2. 7.2? Uh, that's that's a lot. quite a lot. That's a lot of wax. That's a lot. <laughs> that's, oh. You get 0.2 of a Brazilian. That's just was, a bit off one side. <laughs> yeah. Just a bit off the top, sir. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> That's just that's just one of those IPs that forever there's going to be rumors about like they brought this guy on to like write a script because it's one of those it's like the minimum of continuing to own it is to get someone to write a script yeah right exactly and then, yeah like, and, and and they review it and go let's option this for six months a year down the track I got excited when I you know Carla Ortez does the Lillian Liliana card and mm. it's uh, Jennifer Connelly ooh she's a film actress. You know, Jennifer Connelly? You know Liliana the Healer? Is yeah, that what yeah, she's yeah. called heretical. on that side? And then Heretical Hero? Yeah. And then you flip her over and she's like... Looks like walking Jennifer the... Connelly, yeah. Oh, on, no, on the Healer side, Jennifer Connelly. On and then she's doing the catwalk and yeah, yeah, pulling yeah. everyone up. Mm-hmm. Then she looks, looks like Liliana. Mm-hmm. But Jennifer Connelly... You're Googling now. Are you Googling Jennifer Connelly? She does look like... Who's Jennifer Connelly? <laughs> oh, my what God. What was she in? She was in Requiem she... for a Dream? Yeah, yes. Well, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not arty. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, she was a, a wee girl in uh, Labyrinth. 
with, oh, with, with a, David ba- oh, the, oh, David Bowie, you know. No. Oh, I can't wait for his next album. Black Star was great. Yeah, I thought you might say that. Um, <laughs> it's, it's awkward, Aaron. Bad, bad news, Aaron. <laughs> Talk to you later on. <laughs> 2016. It's been a rough year, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, let's, bad, let's get, bad times. Let's get crazy. Can you hear that rain outside? It's all purple. Yeah. Have you What'd found you Jennifer Connelly yet? Yeah, I'm having... I'm having she I'm looks just, a bit like Jennifer Connelly. Oh, you look there. at that side... That, I'll stick by that but I'm looking at heretical opinion. healer right Do you guys now. Know, yes. You know about the Deanth Ward yeah, thing. We've yeah. talked about that Thanks, on guy. the podcast before. Yolandi is Nissa. Yolandi is Nissa World Hang Waker. On. What's this? Yolandi... Um, this Visser, yeah, Yolandi is Visser. Nissa. And Peter Moorbacher had it her rhymes. picture up as a um, yeah. as a um, Peter Moorbacher hasn't as done an inspiration. art for a while. He's up. Look, 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 look. It's what? Un- it's uncanny. That's like, the same thing. So Nissa Worldwaker, if you look that up, it looks exactly like Yolandi Visser from Dianford. And he he said afterwards, he's like, she well, was one of my circle. reference. We've got points. back to Dianford. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, we've we've gone like full meta, yeah. Inception. We haven't even started really properly we're talking about inse- any of our stuff yet. We haven't. Whoa. Anyway, I just... Magic Wave is going to be terrible. Okay, let's, yeah. Let's Should bust put a it... Kaladesh booster. Yeah. Well, we can't. <laughs> All right. Wow, I just blew our own. We just well, you guys and me blown blew our own, our minds. own minds. Well, let's. We need a break. Let's play some guitars. <laughs> Every month, Good Games are offering our listeners a special offer and a chance to win the game we review. This month, it's been Codenames. That's on the board game show. It's a great game. Absolutely. It's the, it's the, the dinner party game of... It's the number one party game on Board Game Geek. It's that as well. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm the, not just saying this because it's on the podcast. I bought it because it was on that, and then it was on the podcast. Yeah. In September, and while stocks last, Good Games are offering Sevenland Hand listeners 10% off code names. All you have to do is get into your local Good Games store before the end of the week, because it's like... This week. It's this week, right? Because we're pre-Caladish yeah. pre-release. 24th, 25th, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, collect a copy of code names off of a Good Games agent. He'll be you know, in a smart suit, standing behind a train. Might look like a Good Games polo shirt. It, yes, it will. More, more, more than likely. Yeah. And state this, this month's password, and you could say it in a Maxwell Smart impression. And how would that sound, Kai? Would you believe 10%? Perfect. <laughs> uh, Aaron? Would you believe 10%? That's Money it. penny? <laughs> That's it. That's exactly how Maxwell yeah. Smart would have said it. <laughs> well, Great. well, Chief, 10%. <laughs> or you could just say, would you believe 10%? And, and that would would do. you believe... 10%? Oh, you've nailed it, Aaron. Yes! That's weird. Let's, oh, let's stop right there. So this September, you've got to get in quick. It's uh, time to bust the booster, fellas. Bust the booster! Yeah! Yeah, rock Woo! and roll! Rocking. That was uh. the first live guitar. <laughs> oh, he smashed the guitar. Oh, he yeah. smashed it very quietly. Oh, just across so, my chest. That was so rock. All right. Kaladesh bust the booster. Yeah. Yeah. This is before the sets even come out, before pre-releases have been pre-released. I've simulated it, fellas. This is a pre-pre-release simulation, pre-Kaladesh, pre-simulation, pre-release booster busting. It's going to be caveat dish at this rate. (laughs) (laughs) Caviar dish. A dish of caviar. On Kaladesh. Yeah. All right, are you ready, fellas? Yeah, I'm ready. We're going to go large on the Kaladesh. We've just cracked the pack here. It, it would sound something like this. Because that's a... But that's rustling an Eldritch Moon booster. No, that's a Kaladesh booster. Oh, but we're not allowed to open them. Yeah. Yeah, but well, it's an Eldritch that's Moon pre- one. Yeah, it's an Eldritch Moon. Or, completely different, Shadows of Innistrad booster. Oh, you can hear the difference. And man. what's this one called, Kai? 
Düstermond. Yeah, that's the German Eldritch Moon bust, which we decided not to bust, listener. You should be Maybe happy. we'll do it in the credits. We'll do it after the... Do it afterwards. Yeah, we'll do it at the end. enjoyment. Yeah, and you can tune in and listen to Kai pronounce... Pronounce... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What a word to fucking screw uh, mess uh mispronounce. <laughs> right. Mispronounce. Mispronounce. But so yeah, before Kaladesh comes out, we yes. haven't talked about the mechanics, we haven't talked about no. the themes. That's coming up after let's this. Let's just oh, let's, let's just, just let go. this booster wash over let's get, us. Let's get crazy, like fellas. A, like a wave. What of are they called waves in, in a wave German? Of a wave uh, of aether. Vela von aether. Vela von aether. Let's get nuts. <laughs> that was my foot squeaking on the chair. Oh, okay. I thought the shed was haunted again. It's like, oh. All right. Again? Yeah. Revolutionary rebuff. Can only guess what this card does. It's one and an island. Wait. Counter target, non artifact spell, unless its controller pays two. What have you, you've been doing your homework? Mm. You're very proud. Look at your proud yeah, face. I'm so like, proud. Yes. It is exactly that. Revolutionary buff is an instant that counter target non artifact spell unless its controller pays two. Now, this is a really interesting exercise in card evaluations. <laughs> and you showing off about and cards that didn't come out yet. <laughs> yeah. So, um, this is interesting. They have not done a two mana soft counter like this yeah. that's this powerful in quite a few years. Uh, when Mana Leak was in standard, which is one in a blue counter-target spell unless it's controller pays three, kind of ruined standard for everyone. Oh, really? Because blue decks would just be like, Mana Leak this, Mana Leak that, Mana Leak this. You can't play expensive spells because you just Mana Leak it. Well, even that's why Spell Shrivel cost four in Battle for Zendikar, right? Uh, uh, three. Three, mm. yeah. yeah, yeah. So three, tried. and it's counter unless they cost four and then it exiles it. But it's so like, this is remarkably cheap, and it's an instant. Remarkably cheap. The the window in which you can counter stuff is slightly smaller because, like, obviously on turn six they cast their four drop. You can't counter this. You can't counter it because they'll just pay the two extra mana. Yeah. But it's very difficult to see a card like this not being played in standard because two turns in standard is a long, long time for yeah. to stop someone from doing something. So that's the sort of period where you can win and lose a game in that yep. in that period, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You, or you can create a winning situation. Yeah. Or even just that, that simple situation where it's like, oh, finally got exactly enough mana for this thing. And you just... Mm. And there's that, exactly. that last two mana. Imagine you're waiting for, for your seventh mana so you can play uh, Bruna and uh, get Gisela back and, and turn it into the big meld card and you just counter it for two mana. So it, didn't, it barely cost you anything. Is this an indication of the tempo of this, yeah, this so, release, so, perhaps? So of blue-based control decks... Or even um, aggressive decks. Because imagine you go one drop spirit, two drop spirit, three drop spirit. On turn four, they try and kill all your creatures, and you just counter it for two mana. You can do something else in that turn. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty scary, cards like this being around. It's going to be interesting to see how much it gets played in standard. Uh, for draft, uh, it's okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's just okay. You got any thoughts about that, Kai? Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, we, we haven't got up to it yet. I'll come back to okay. make my idea will be more valid in a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. All right, well, second up, uh, we've got a Veldalcan Blademaster, who is two in an island, for a creature who's a Veldalcan soldier. Um, he's got Prowess, which uh, is whenever you cast a non-creature spell, this creature gets plus one, plus one until the end of the turn. And it's a two-three. And he's a 2-3. Well done, Aaron. Yes, well done. Well done. See how I did that? Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. All right, so he's a a 3 for a 2-3 with a bit of prowess. He can be 3-4. 
It's good. It's de- yeah. Decent decent card. You're not going to cut it from your draft deck, generally. Um, in Eldritch Moon, we just saw a strictly better version of this card called uh, Ingenious Scarb, which was the best blue common in drafts. Okay. You could play it in your blue-red spells deck. You could play it in your emerge deck. You could play it in... Um, in, in all sorts of things. And it was this, except it had an activated ability where you could give it plus one, neg- negative one. So you could increase its um, its power to, to kill blockers or, or whatever. Um, this guy's okay. You're never going to pick it this early. Yeah. But it's, it's going to be a good card in draft, pretty much regardless of the speed of the format. No place in standard at all. No place in standard guy. at all. No. No. The ingenious Scarb is an Eldritch Moon. It's literally better in every way. Yeah. Cut, I, cut. I, I absolutely agree. Yeah. Okay. We're coming to, to you. We'll come to you first on the next card. All right. <laughs> card? Are you ready? Oh, we've got we've got two artifact cards coming up. The first one of which is Cogworkers Puzzle Knot. It oh, I love this card. Oh. Two colorless, just two. It's an artifact. When Cogworkers Puzzle Knot enters the battlefield, create a one-one colorless servo artifact creature token. And then for one and a planes, sacrifice Cogworkers Puzzle Knot and create a 1-1 one, one colorless servo artifact creature token. Now, I, I tremored during the, during the delivery of that card because you said you were excited about this card, and it's an artifact. We don't often hear that. We're going to hear a lot of that in Kaladesh, aren't we? Yeah, so Kaladesh... Uh, well, hold your thoughts, because oh, he's sorry, just going to agree with you. Sorry, Kai was just going to say all the same things. Kai, yeah. dig yourself a hole and jump into it. Tell us what you think about Cogwork's uh, Puzzle Knot. So, in my vast experience of draft, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of zero, like... Uh, no, look, look I, I don't know. I like this card. Mm-hmm. I think particularly if you're trying to just fill up your field, like, that kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. I can see it being one of those just kind of like oh i just need that other card i just need some, mm, some something to fill your, your mana curve blocking exactly yeah, yeah fill your mana curve and that kind of thing can i ask a question before you go any further though is the colorless servo artifact creature what, what by servo is there any evasion attached to a servo is it no, like a doctor so, so this thinking? is an interesting thing they've done for the set where um in the past uh everything that we've seen from kaladesh was in magic origins everything that made a token was a one one um, Thopter token yeah, with that's flying. What I was thinking. Uh, a servo is just like that funny little artifact creature that's a 1 1 ground creature that's an artifact. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like an. No, no, so Kaladesh, um, so, uh, this, this card um, is indicative of two of Kaladesh's uh, themes, which are um, artifacts and things that care about you controlling artifacts. Yeah. And then also. Um, having colored activations on artifacts that usually wouldn't have colored activations so you could play this in your artifact based not white deck but it's going to be always 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 be better in a white deck because you get two of these but you paid four mana for two one one colorless just on the ground so i'm playing a chump blockers surely pretty much chump blockers I'm going to play this... Four mana for them. Four mana. And but, but, but... D- okay, go on. But <laughs> the I'm playing it in standard in a red-white control deck, which seems odd because you yes. don't want two mana one ones in there. But it's a red-white control deck that cares about you having artifacts to sacrifice. Yeah. And this both oh. creates a silly little one one for you to sacrifice. And a way of sacrifice. And a way something. of sacrifice. And also it's just an artifact that sticks around. There's some stuff that... You can only activate if you have three artifacts out. 
get an artifact out of your deck. Yeah. Um, but you, aren't you swapping an artifact for an... Uh, you get two artifacts, essentially. You get two essentially. artifacts on the first one, and then you turn the, this one into the puzzle not into another one one afterwards. Yeah. So it's kind of not great value everywhere. It gives no. you lots of little stuff, but I love silly little cards like this. If, if, if that's what you can use it for, it's just a trigger for other cards. Mm-hmm. In itself, yeah. it feels like a massive ripoff. Also, the one one is really great at chump blocking to help your planeswalkers stay alive for another turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I can see a lot of the stuff in this Kalidus set becoming those what i what i call like frustration decks mm-hmm. like if you pair this with eldrazi displacer or something like that so you're playing white mm-hmm. and then you just you know oh, i've got some spare mana i'll blink that in and out of the field enters yeah. the field another one of those another there's one of those, lots of those. stuff that i'm i'm really interested in abusing with eldrazi displacer here yeah it's just there's so much enter the battlefield in so in much Kaladesh that's so much. really intense whereas we saw kind of the last zendikar block was a lot about when you cast Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's so much en- enter the battlefield now, and I'm wondering if people are going to pair that with, or if I should pair it with, things like, uh, I'm going to suddenly forget what it is. Uh, I think it's mm, something Surge. It was from Zendikar, a black card, and it's like all your creatures get like... A Swarm Surge? Yeah, Swarm mm-hmm. Surge. All your colourless creatures get plus 2, plus 0 oh in first strike, if they're yeah. colourless. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. And if you've been blinking for a bit, and you've got <clears> like six six servos that no one's been really worried exactly, to, yeah. to get rid no of. No one cares about six one ones, but when you untap and cast Swarm Surge, or... Um, this is their weird... This is their really interesting overlap with the thing from two blocks before. So Battle for Zendikar and Oath of the Gate, which had a lot of colourless creatures matter. Yeah. So they're colorless because they're Eldrazi, but now that we're in Kaladesh, there's lots of artifact creatures. There's a there's an interesting kind of synergy there. So there's a there's a three drop blue Eldrazi Devoid creature that says all your colorless creatures get plus plus one plus O. That's really good in this set because you're making a lot of thoughts you're making servos, you get value out of these things you get pretty much for free. Yeah, Have, Ruin, Ruination Guide and uh, Tide, Tide Drift of the O five. Yeah, yeah, that mm. gives Tide Drift gives a defense buff. Uh, sorry. Uh, um, Oh, I'm going to totally use the wrong uh, Toughness. Word. Toughness buff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Toughness buff. I always call it health a lot of the time. <laughs> health, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I used to play a lot of those because it was great for just keeping a buff on, like, sludge crawl and stuff like that. So it's like, yep. I think we might So they can't just, it. like, deal one damage to it with Sahili Ray or, or whoever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder if we're going to see decks that rely on lots of cheap creatures. Mm-hmm. Like... Have we, are we still using Wastes or whatever the, those lands were called? So wastes are really interesting in that they devoted a lot of design space to having uh, both things to spend your colourless mana on, so they got the symbol in there, yeah. and then also um, and having me- things that produce the colourless. Uh, wastes have seen zero standard play. Yes. Zero. Okay. Cause, but... Yeah, drop them like a hot potato. <laughs> yeah. The really nice full art foil ones, maybe hang on to because they'll be worth yeah. in the future. But because no one, will be, everyone will be throwing theirs away. <laughs> yeah, but we've seen all the lands in this set, and we've seen um, uh, caves of Koilos and stuff that tap for colorless or white or black if you play a life. They're all rotating oh, okay. out with magic origins, and there's nothing to replace them in this set. So Ooh. we're going to see. It's going to be more difficult to cast you. We're going to be waiting colorless. for the small set mm-hmm. down the road. All right. Okay, so we've got next up. We've got Torch Gauntlet, which also costs two colorless and is an artifact. It's equipment. Equipped creature gets plus two, plus zero, and it costs two to equip. And that's about it. That's it. Oh boy, this is okay. No, it's not. Come on. If you've got a deck full this, of, we've uh, got. So, this is the sort of crap <laughs> that we get every set that no one gives a shit about. Um, <laughs> the, the, 
you, you, you're completely right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always try to think of corner cases where it's good. Yeah, but because I love yeah. equipment, I truly do oh, love yeah. equipment. Same here. I think it's brilliant because it it builds to the theme of like, yeah, hey, we're tooling up my guys. But that guy died. He dropped his sword. Yeah, now I'll my pick cat's it up. Going to pick up the yeah. sword and awesome. hit you for two extra damage. But when you mana tight, it's just you can't go throwing it's it away yeah. on and, stuff like and this. And in draft, you? again, like we're saying, if the the amount of turns that you have is pretty restricted, yeah. spending two mana and then they're just like, oh, bounce that creature back to your hand, and you're like, I wasted two mana, I've got to recast this creature, and then I've got to try to re-equip the thing to <laughs> it. Um, this is pretty much only great in a deck where you have lots of spare mana later. I know. That's it, isn't it? It's like, every sentence you start when it comes to Torch Gauntlet is if exactly and then that's always when you're so in trouble so it's never going to be automatically included in every deck it's only going to go in aggressive decks because it doesn't buff your toughness it's not going to help you block that much better you just want to put it on evasive flying creatures and hit them for two more damage is this kind of shittily replacing Ghostfire Blade that rotated <laughs> out yeah, uh, yeah like um, so, so quite a while ago but even Ghostfire Blade was very very powerful equipment yeah because it was cheap like didn't, if you're colourless didn't get played Barely got played yeah. in, a, in a format where people were playing morphs and thopters yeah. and, and whatever. I played it. We yeah, it was good. It was good. We, this is Rep. the reason. This is the reason why we were always very suspicious of artifacts because mm. of cards like this. Because we're just like, no, nah. you know, when you look at a new set, I, I never look. I never. You never flick through the the player's guide and go, oh, what, what artifacts coming out? This, you know, I, mean, I, I suspect that that's so mediocre. Yeah, I suspect um, that they're really doing a push for something different in Kaladesh, though, because we've got. Wait till you see um, the the goggles. The just the common equipment goggles in this set. Are they Chandra's goggles? No, they're just they're just, oh, uh, just... inventors goggles. Oh, okay. Uh, equipped creature gets plus one plus two whenever an artificer comes onto the battlefield under your control. Attach the artificer's goggles to it. For inventors free? goggles okay. for free. Yeah. Plus one plus two. That's not why I'm playing equipment, uh, but like design and standard and draft wise, they don't want repeatable board states where you just. Whatever yeah. creature you play is immediately plus three, plus three, because you happen to have an equipment lying around. So I get it. Yeah. I get it. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just uh, don't have equipment, equipment enthusiasts. Yes, of course. Yeah. Glint Sleeve Artisan. He's got a glinty sleeve. Yeah. He's two and a planes for a creature who's a dwarf, dwarf artificer. Uh, he can fabricate one. Ooh, new mechanic here, Aaron. New mechanic. So fabricate is yeah. an activated ability, and it says as this creature enters the battlefield, either put a plus one, plus one counter on it, or create a one-one servo token. Those guys again. Um, All right. Fabricate can have lots of different number values. Um, there's a mythic rare that has fabricate two or three or something. So it says put that many plus one, plus one counters on this, or make that many... 1-1 one, one servos. Okay, so this guy is a 2-2. Two, two, so he's essentially three costs for a 2-2. Two, two. He can come in as a 3-3. Three, three. So he could just be vanilla straight up, 3 for a 3-3. Three, three. Mm. Uh, it's pretty good. Like, three mana 3-3s three, in, yeah. in draft have been historically very, very, very because, good. Well, I haven't seen the remo- any removal yet, but usually you get a 2-2 a two, two kind of removal kind of yeah, system going, damage, don't you? So is three is pretty good. Three puts him past. But also... You can split him up, and you get a one-one mm-hmm. uh, servo guy out of it. Mm-hmm. So you got two separate. Which again targets. is showing both that there's some aggressive go wide strategy where you have lots of small bodies, yeah, uh, or artifact artifacts matter, yeah, because it makes an artifact. Doesn't crazy. explain why he's got a glinty sleeve. But anyway, Kai, what do you think about this guy? I was going to say it could be helpful just in terms of having that option. Like if you oh, so for good. some reason mm-hmm. are a little bit behind in, in mm. the, like draft or. Um, 
limited, state. limited play, board mm-hmm. state, exactly. You're like, I need just an extra creature just to throw under the bus. Let for me the catch next up. Turn. Yeah. Boop. Like, yeah. That's not bad. Like, like and I love um, options. And I, and I love flexibility, and that's what makes it a good I know, draft I think card. I like this card. Yeah. I think that's pretty It's like two cards in one, because like three mana, three, three, you're almost always going to play. Yeah. But a three mana, three, three, that sometimes is two bodies, because you need to chump block two things and hit them with your flyers in a blue-white flyers deck. You know what I like to say, Aaron? I think this guy is uh, a traveling philosopher on steroids. On steroids, yeah. I with, love it. With options. With a friend. With a little yes. servo friend. With <laughs> a servo friend. And we're all happy with that. Do you think the flavor of this card is... He's a glint sleeve artisan. I don't get this, but So yeah. he's a 3 He's powerful when he's got his sleeve... His glove... His yeah. glinty sleeve Glinty on. sleeve on. When he takes it off, it becomes a little man with with his own little life. Oh, okay. And then he punches people, but he's only a 1-1. One, one. But when it's attached to him, he's a 3-3. Three, three. So it's like the thing from Adam's family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just going to like run over and like punch another monster. Yeah, so ass. I'm going to make a thing token for my glint sleeve artisans for draft because i'm going to play this card a lot this is a, yeah. this is a premium common i think in this in this in uh, in draft you'd want to grab this if uh, you yeah. know if you're playing it's not a, not an early pick but it's it's, it's an early solid, pick, isn't it solid, it's solid, player. solid yeah really great technicality question mm-hmm. if i'm playing another card that says whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control mm-hmm. can i play this for three mana and play two creatures at once. Yeah, so it is technically two creatures entering the battlefield under your control. Yeah. Um, so this is also the first time we've seen the templating of create, which is, says, when this enters the battlefield, create a 1-1 one, one oh, token. Okay. Um, it's to clean up the, put a 1-1 one, one colorless artifact creature token named servo onto the battlefield. It just says, create a 1-1 one, one servo Artifact creature. So what was token. your what was your question there, Kai? I didn't get no, the. Well, Does it exactly double trigger yes. creaturing creature oh. entering the battlefield? So every time, so is this one creature coming in, or can you like create two creatures and get double the mm-hmm. a creature just entered? You um, you can. You can. Oh yeah. wow! Mm. Exciting. This yeah. I'm okay. I like that one. I'm I'm keeping that one in mind. It's a good one. That's, Move, that's top of the list so far. Yeah, yeah. Moving on to our first green card for the set, uh, Wild Wanderer. It's a woman. Oh, she's not hugging a horse. She's standing near a tree. <laughs> different story. Same, same thing. S- different thing entirely. All right. She hasn't got a drug addiction. It's Wild Wanderer. Three in a forest for a 3 2. Uh, she's an elf druid. Uh, good for her. Uh, when, <laughs> when Wild Wanderer. <laughs> good a, that's an achievement. Our parents would be proud. Wouldn't they? Yeah. Usually elves become, you know, shaman. Yeah. I was going to say, every, every second body elf's a druid. Like, <laughs> druid is literally like, yes, I'm, I'm a you know, <laughs> priest of the tree-hugging religion. I'm a druid. <laughs> when, are you, when are we going to get like an elf, like an elf inquisitor? Oh, when they're all <laughs> yeah. like, you know, wear lots of metal When we go back to like... super racist law, and did you read about that kind of stuff? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so the, the, <laughs> quick Segway. aside, yeah. quick aside. When we went to Lorwyn, <laughs> the elves were really pretentious, racist. They hated the goblins, and they went on hunts to hunt down right. people who they found were um, just to cleanse the earth. Well, I, they called them eye blights, things that are not good to look beautiful at. to the eye. Yeah. So eye blights. Um, Nissa was one of those oh, elves. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's uh, too right. Bloody dirty goblins. Dirty, disgusting goblins. Um, but then they ratconned her in the story to be more like not elf, not so elf tribal focused, more land focused. And uh, but if you go back and read the story, she just hates anyone that's not an elf. That it's is really uh, interesting. an interesting. If you look at like the grand kind of again to make an aside on a side, <laughs> if you look at the grand <laughs> thing of like elves in fiction, yeah. right? Like 
the whole deal with elves, like everyone's like, oh man, elves in Lord of the Rings, like, but yeah. all you see is elves of the third age. Elves of the first age are like, burn everything that's not an elf, destroy it all. Mm. And like, Feanor, the great hero of the elves, like, burns the ship so they can't return to like their yeah. homelands. Yeah. And is like, ah, I dominate Middle Earth. Like, I thought you were going to tune into one of Kai's grand um, political uh, analogies, you know, where everything <laughs> yeah. is in. Is there any way we can tie that up for like, elves are something from history that um, we should be wary of? I'm putting you on the spot here because you're on jerks. We had dinner. We had dinner earlier on, and we did not know how much of pop culture was in line with Hitler's Germany. <laughs> 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 but Kai was bringing us up to speed on that. Yeah. And any any news on that? Uh, I don't elves? know. I really, in a lot of ways, I just think like some elves just are like those art students that like <laughs> they're, they're really just those angry, angry. Like, oh, I think of Parisian them as art students. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah, they're yeah. so far left that they've become right again oh i just think of them as politically tall swedish men and women oh, who yeah. are interchangeable as men and women they're just they're, they're just swedish all, yeah yeah well, i regret to inform you that uh, skyrim belongs to the nords so oh well since, since we've lost our way massively i'd just like to um gl- glint back to our previous card glint had, sleeve? Glinty yeah, glint sleeve? Art of artisan which does have the flavor text shine bright bolts tight oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> which Okay, guys, we've got a really great writing team on magic. Shine bright, glints tight. That was that was no, golden. Bolts, bolts shine, shine, and he's shine you know bright, he's got a little sleeve. Tight. He's yeah. glinty. Let's make a movie. Yeah. No, that's not the answer to any of those things. Get better writers. Yeah. Write better stories. Yeah. Maybe then you can possibly think about doing a movie, but don't write shine bright, bright bolts, bolts tight on a card and be like, I'm really happy with that creative team. All right, fantastic. Problem oh, solved. So oh, angry. Hey, look, hey, look, guys. Wild Wanderer. She's a three forest. Three in a forest for a three-two. That's exciting. And uh, she's an elf druid. Uh, when Wild Wanderer enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a basic land card, put it onto the battlefield tapped, then shuffle your library. Okay, so it goes looking for lands for you. What's the flavor text? Uh, the flavor text is, we all began in nature, and nature is where we belong. Oh, so she's a Luddite. <laughs> There's your history angle. Right. Kaladesh, <laughs> mate, you better learn to love some metal. She's <laughs> uh, hugging the leaves. card's all right. Um, is it four, four, four mana three twos generally not great, but if they draw you like two thirds of a card, which is a land out of your deck, it's jumping you to six mana on the next turn. It's helping you fix in your yeah. green deck. You can get your third color. It's out basic of your deck land. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I, I like cards like this. They help me to to splash in my greedy, greedy three and four color draft decks. It's very green, isn't it? Yeah, where, you, where you want loads of land, loads of quickly, yeah, so you can uh-huh. get to the big guys at the end. Yeah, um, I'm I'm sure we'll see some expensive drop kind of creatures, but also I really love this for just getting that solitary mountain out of your deck so that you can play your. Uh, I hope they do have that. You know that six or seven cost, just absolute mountain. Six six green yeah. is they're, they're always fun to have because that's what green should be about. It's just like get your big the... guys out and try and hit the crap out of everybody yeah. and pump them up while you're at it. That's that's exciting. That's, to that's, me. that's, that's cool, what right? green's all. That's about. what green's about, yeah. right? Let's get back to our roots. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's like tree roots and plants. Yeah, and roots, stuff. plants. Yeah, yeah, yeah green. Big, Kai, nice, big. what do you reckon? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Mm. I, I think it, 
it's fine if you had to pick it in a draft it'd be good because you yeah. get, that color, you get like, it like fourth fifth sixth yeah. pick you, I, can, I, yeah. I can see it replacing some because I know for sure that some of the elf frustration stuff where it's like oh I, you blinked and I get an elf and they're like and yeah. that kid farted and I get another elf and I get another <laughs> land yeah. and like you know the shopkeeper coughed so I get another land like it's going to put his elf into play throw it in your face yeah, yeah it's going to be it's could, gonna, I think it's going to be replacing something that's aged out of those decks yeah. are there it's, any it's three really, color are there any three color like bomby cards in this release. No, they've, yeah. they've got a cycle of gold uncommons, which are the um, uh, uncommons that are just two colours. There's no three oh, okay. colour cards in your set. Yeah, I just because these cards help with that weird splash, don't they? Yeah, like, um, uh, so yeah. you open a, you're playing green, white uh, in pack one and two. Pack three, you open a Dovin Barn, the blue, white planeswalker. Yeah. This is, you just play one island in your deck and you play a couple wild wonders and get an yeah. island out of your deck, play your Dovin Barn and draw some cards, gain some life. Yeah, so you don't have to. Yeah, okay, that's that's yeah. cool. That's cool. All right. Uh, oh, is this our fir- this is our first red card for the set, gentlemen? Lovely. Uh, Spireside Infiltrator, two and a mountain for a creature who's a human rogue. He's standing near a big wall of cogs and leafy golden things. Filigree, I think it's called. Yeah, it's a, he's a three-two. So three for a three-two. Whenever Spireside Infiltrator becomes tapped, it deals one damage to each opponent. Oh, hang on a minute. Hey, wait a minute. He's a 3-2. So you swing in and go, I'm attacking. Mm-hmm. Take one in the face. And now, and now four, deal with a 3-2. Yeah. And you're always going to get one in. Okay. Kai, you're very excited about this one. What's going on? This is for the vehicles. Mm-hmm. So to yep. segue to a new thing, we've got these artifacts that I think make me think of some really old Mirrodin stuff in a way mm-hmm. where you get the germ token and you've yep. got to kill the germ token to put Yeah, like living weapon. How does the vehicles okay, so get involved in this? When you have vehicles, they require yeah. you to tap uh, a certain number of creatures essentially to crew the vehicle. And I believe they call it cr- yeah, crew so is the keyword. crew X. Yep. And crew X is shorthand for uh, tap any number of untapped creatures oh. you control. With combined power X or more. So you don't have to attack with this guy. You can just be sitting there, tap him to activate your vehicle. Yeah, and by jumping in to a vehicle, he flips you the bird and it hurts your feelings. Yeah. And <laughs> and then that vehicle becomes an artifact creature uh, and then it can attack. He's like the foul mouth bumper sticker on the back of that vehicle yeah. that's going to, yeah, like you said, hurt your feelings. But You're still gonna... this is another example. This is what makes for really good draft formats where you look at a card and you go, aggressive... Red yeah, three drop, which is wow. what I did. Three two. When you attack with him, bam! One damage to their face. Yeah, and uh, now, hit him for now three. deal with the three. Now yeah. deal with the three. Um, but then later on in the game, when they play a two four and they're going to block your silly three two, <laughs> yeah. you use them to crew your vehicles. He's becoming tapped yeah. by tapping to crew your vehicles. You've just leveled up, and you've, you've been just a little bit cleverer like, oh with your deck. Oh my god! Yeah. I've made this guy become tapped. He's going to deal one damage every time he crews a vehicle. I'm a better magic player, and my opponent knows it. <laughs> Is what you're thinking. <laughs> and you you're say thinking? it out loud and you're like, Oh, yeah, you say it aloud. I'm better than you. <laughs> <laughs> and then you make, you absolutely make friends with your opponent. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's yeah. right. This Great friendship starting yeah. right there. Yeah. I do, there's, it's got a nice flavour for that one as well, though. It says, The consulate promised that we would all have access to Aether. I'm just keeping them honest. Oh, that's oh, good. That's, yeah. that's, that's better. That is better, it's better isn't better it? Running. It's giving you a little snapshot yeah. into the world. It's giving you the feels. It's giving you, the, it gives me a little bit of the feels. Yeah, yeah. Understand in the balls. Why he's infiltrating. Yeah, what's it? Why is he infiltrating? Oh, it's because he wants the, because they're they're kind of sticking it to the man, the consulate. But it's a spire side, spire side. It's like a fire side, but there's why spire side? Is it other towers? They're on the side of the the spires, yeah, of Kaladesh. So he's in a church. The spires? No, uh, spires, spires. Uh, collect and refine the ether. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're, they're uh, ether refinement. 
pylons. Le- we all leveled up there, listener. Yeah. <laughs> flavor level. Yeah. Maybe we should just make a flavor magic podcast. That's mm. not really. I, I actually think that that's probably. We could talk about the cards mechanically a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know any podcasts that are only talking about. You're the do- flavor. I'm down for that. You're doing ideas out loud during the podcast. I think that's all right because people <laughs> yeah. will look back on this moment. Seven land hand flavor. They'll say, delicious "I just flavors. learned that Bob Hoskins died," <laughs> <laughs> and that was the moment where they came up with a theme idea. But 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 seriously, <laughs> built on the ashes of Bob Hoskins. <laughs> <laughs> this is a serious idea. Limited resources are like man. Yeah. It's not podcasts about. Draft. There's podcasts about magic, constructed, yeah. yeah, whatever. Let's build one that's just for draft. Yeah. And they're amazingly successful. Yeah, they've done well. The, Pro- for the people who are interested guys. in the flavor and talking about the movies and the characters and the everything of magic. That's us. That's We're experts. Yes. We read the story. Are we we read the flavor text. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. No one else is on <laughs> yeah. top of it. We this. can start developing like super niche like fandoms for certain ones of the yes. writers in the fiction because like, yes. some yeah. of them are quite good. Some of them are good and some of them are, are bad. Shit, yeah. like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Write to us at podcast at sevenlandhand.com <laughs> with your ideas. <laughs> Um, okay, ooh, talking about spires, High Spire Artisan. She's a green card. She's two in a forest for a creature who's an elf artificer. I don't know how to say that word confidently. Uh, a Ficer. She looks like a wall. She's zero and three. Zero power, three toughness. Or health, as Kyle likes to refer to it. Health, um, yeah. You know, oh, here's something popular in green cards. Uh, she's got reach, so she can, uh, you know, mess with. Well, she can block creatures with flying. And oh, and she's also got fabricate one. So when this creature enters the battlefield, put a plus one plus one counter on her, or get one of them funny little one one servo artifact creature tokens. So it's a zero four wall for four. Oh, it'd be, one, it'd be one a one four. four. It'd be a one four. Sorry, yeah. one four. Uh, so she one, could do a little bit of raiding. One four or an O three that comes to play with a and she's massive as well because she's playing with a little like what's Tiny the opaline surfer. unicorn whatever they're called <laughs> yeah, in, the one tip from <laughs> in in a palm. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, she's quite large. Um, <laughs> don't, don't, uh, that's not polite. It's big is beautiful. Aaron. Big, b- baby, yeah. baby, w- she's a beautiful. Artificer. She's a beautiful, beautiful person. Uh, this is um, pretty mediocre. You want it against flyers. Um, um, there's going to be a lot of these. Uh, there's going to be a lot of flyers with one toughness, yeah. isn't there? There's going to be a lot of uh, Thopter tokens. Yeah. By, by stuff. Uh, so this is good against the Thopter decks. You probably want it in most green decks that you play, but if you're an aggressive green deck, this is terrible. Yeah, because you're not attacking with it. You're no, just, you're never attacking with it. She's just there to be a wall. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Or make an artifact. That- if you yeah. want that, and I don't think you play even. green decks to generate these artifacts. Like if you're playing that, <laughs> yeah. you're playing that frustration. You know, I'm going to buff everyone by a little bit, but I've got nine guys, so you're fucked. Mm-hmm. That's red. That's red, black. White, a bit. white, going wide yep. strategies. It's not really green's domain. Is it, we're getting a lot of this create servo artifacts. Is this so you can crew vehicles? You can have a yeah. truckload of guys yeah. that you can tap just to crew yeah. something. Yeah, like you, you, I, I think this draft format's going to tend to you having a lot of one ones lying around. Yeah, uh, and then you can use them to crew your vehicles and stuff. Yeah. Oh sure. wow, some beautiful art coming up. Tell mm-hmm. It's like getting a bit of a look at what's coming. Mm-hmm. But first. Giant spectacle. It's one in a mountain for an enchantment. Uh, Target creature gains more vision until end of turn. Uh, Enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets plus two plus one and has menace. And slightly better vision. Uh, Oh, giant giant spectacle. spectacle. Yes, I got got you. Yeah. Sorry, I was reading ahead. (laughs) 
Would you like me to distract from my faux pas with um, some flavour text? Yep. The giant decorating contest at the Migration Festival is a tradition that may have started as a dare. He's a big dude. This card is terrible and you should never, ever, ever play it. Yeah, enchant- enchantments just don't work. Since Theros, which was great and had a reason for the enchantments. The one time that they literally built a whole set around, let's try and make enchantments good. Yeah, that was the one played. time you could do it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, all you're doing is saying to your opponent, kill this guy so I get to throw my mana down the toilet. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I feel like it's just a bit of a lazy, like, oh, they paint elephants in India, right? And Kaladesh is India, so, like, how do we do painting elephants in Kaladesh? Uh, stick uh, some stuff on a giant. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> oh, it should have lazy been... Lazy. Uh, diversity. The Tick. giant decorating contest. So you decorate your giant. Yeah. yeah. Is that what he's got? Funny blue lines on him. Is that? Yeah, they painted him up a bit. Oh, yeah, but yeah, uh, like uh, the only time I've really seen this card be good was in um, Ravnica, uh, where there was a card called Madcap Skills, and it gave the creature plus three plus zero and could only be blocked by two or more creatures. Yeah, it was just so much damage um, so quickly. Return Ravnica. Yeah. yeah, that if you over that if you hit them at a point where they couldn't kill it, they died. Yeah. Uh, whereas this is like the creature gets plus two plus one a menace, which is kind of the same thing, but it's not as high impact. It gives them a lot of time to interact with the creature. It gives them a lot of time to um, to bounce the creature back to your hand, kill it, double block it, do whatever. I'm d- you don't I'm, want to spend a card on this kind of effect. I'm a bit distracted by the um, suggestible silhouettes um, hanging between. That's a loincloth. His- it's a loincloth. I would suggest that Made some of balls. that might it might not <laughs> it might not all be loincloth. I'd let you know. You know <laughs> let your imagination run run yeah, wild. I just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you had a giant, if you were wearing giant spectacles, you might be able to <laughs> zoom in on that. And, has, oh dear. Has infectious blood loss rotated out yet? Uh, uh, no, it's rotating when Kaladesh is released. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So this is a, a crap replacement for Infraction. Yeah, because that was on the that was so on the cusp of being playable because it drew you another Infectious Bloodlust from yeah. your deck. I got killed by a twelve year old with Thopters with one of them. Oh, just because I couldn't find rough. Ruinous Path and killed this one Thopter, <laughs> he had like nine dude. enchantments yeah, 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 on yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but th- but that's the problem. It's like when you get rolled by something like that, and they just draw another Infectious Bloodlust and they put it on another thing. Oh. How do you? How are you supposed to deal with with that? Or is this is just like I just killed the creature and you didn't get the enchantment and the creature's dead? I got two cards for one, for very little effort. And menace is not going to matter because everyone's going to have heaps of spare servos yeah. and crap lying mm-hmm. around. Yep. So. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Yeah, um, this next one really caught my eye art wise. I can't quite read the artist. It's uh, Victor Adams. Uh, something or other Might be beginning with M new artist yeah he yeah, definitely is it's hijack which is one and two mountains oh I like this card a lot yeah, yeah beautiful beautiful picture of a guy jumping on top of you know some Kaladeshian um, vehicle Victor Adam Menges uh, is it Menges it looks like an M-I-N-G very bad zoom oh yeah, yeah so we're working off of um, <laughs> yeah Spoiled cards off of the uh, the, I- the iPads here. Mm-hmm. So hijack one and two mountains at a sorcery speed. Uh, gain control of target artifact or creature until until the end of turn. Untap it. It gains haste until end of turn. Trader mm. cards. So this is just yeah. Gain, this is the kind of classic gain control of Whatever. creature until end of turn. Um, but in, we're looking at vehicles here. We're I'm looking at like, vehicles, yeah. yeah. This um, is what we're so going to talk can, about later on, right? You can gain control of one of their vehicles, crew it with one of your things, run it into the, their face, hopefully. So um, how do vehicles work? If, if you grab one of their vehicles, 
and it's got haste. You can use it. Do you still have to tap a whole bunch of guys? You, you and do. Crew so, it? Um, so vehicles are interesting. In that they're an artifact with power and toughness. Yeah. Until they become a creature, they don't. They can't attack or block. Okay. And the only way to make them a creature is to um, crew, to them. crew them. Okay. So you've got a really interesting thing with this is that if you gain control of a vehicle, you need to put some of your creatures in to crew it. Yeah. Um, and you don't really get a long-term benefit for gaining control of it. So this is very much an aggressive card. You want to grab control of one of their biggest creatures and just hit them in the face with it and it finishes them off, you know. In, because in, you're also taking away one of their blockers as well. Taking away one of their that. blockers and hitting them with an extra creature they didn't have. Yeah, but, but you're also losing a, however many creatures that you're tapping to crew it. Yeah, so you so could you have ju- attacked them with so anyway. Yeah, you just really want to gain control of their big artifact on a uh, and sacrifice it or, or do yeah, something yeah. with that, which is another yeah. good reason to gain control of it to end of turn. Uh, it's uh, Victor uh, Adama, uh, Adame uh, Minguez, and he's done un- Unsubstantiate, Tajuru Pathwarden, uh, Doretti Ingenious Iconoclast. Oh, so he's, oh, so he's done some... Avacyn's Judgment. He's done some pretty cool... I've got the Avacyn's Is that just from this set? This is, this is last two work. years' worth of sets. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. No, Relatively new. I have that Avacyn's Judgment playmat. I actually picked that up when I was in Manchester, and it's really nice and big. Oh, that Maelstrom Wanderer is gorgeous yeah, as well. So, and that's, that's quite an really old set, cool. isn't it? What's that? Um, this Masters? is um, Eternal Masters. Eternal Masters. So that only was six months. And what's this Mommy of Vig? What's that symbol? That's uh, From the Vault Lore, which was the 15-card oh, yeah. um, uh, reprint, all in foil. Seems like actually a pretty good artist. Not not like the deviant art, like Reject Soren from like, the last block. That you was know. pretty ordinary, that wasn't was, it? That was yeah, terrible. If you were the artist that did that listening, yeah. bad show. Jolly bad show. I, I think, I think we ripped happened. into him last time we did a podcast. Yeah, we might have mentioned it before, yeah. Just in case you forgot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hang on a minute. What's going on here? Oh, it's a vehicle. Right, okay. It just saw a different border sure. coming up. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got... Uh, it's a four colorless cost oval chase dragster. Mm-hmm. Okay, is, is that uh, is that going to be a theme of vehicles? Is it all going to be colorless? So we're all using them. Yeah, there's no there's no colored artifacts in the set okay. apart from the mythic rare. Okay, because it's all going to be artifacts. It's yeah, all, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of artifacts, and there's some artifacts that are like can be played in any deck, but they have a colored activated ability or something. Yeah. Um, okay. All, I'm pretty sure all of the vehicles are. Colorless and can be played in pretty much any yeah, Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Oval Chase Dragster costs you four. He's a 6 1. He's got Trample. He's got Haste. And you only need to. Cr- it's a crew one. Perhaps mm-hmm. you should explain crew yeah. one. I think I've, we've probably already got there. Yeah, which is, which is tap any number of creatures you control with total power X, oh. which in this case is one. Oh, or so more. it's the power that gets you the, the crew. Yeah, so the power. So you'll see some really interesting so designs you can tap in this one set. guy for six and yeah. you've crew six. So, so you have a look at um, a, a three one in this set. You evaluate it in a completely different way because it can crew three by itself. Whereas before, three ones aren't necessarily that powerful, but mm. you can now use them to crew some of the oh, mythic yeah. rare vehicles that you have with crew three, crew four. Okay. Can this lead us to start to do really weird shit like uh, buffing Sludge Crawler to crew weird stuff? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like le- that's that's really interesting because there's some things that are uh, there's a card. Oh, and it's from Dragons of Tarkir. Um, there's a card in uh, Shadows of Innistrad called Lamhole Pacifist, which can't attack unless you control a power a, a creature with power four or greater. It's a three three for two mana. Really great yeah. at crewing vehicles because you don't need to attack with it. Yeah. You just use it to crew a vehicle. <clears throat> Crew from three, really early on. and you've got a two mana three three that's good at blocking early. 
uses a Kruger vehicles and stuff. So now you're looking at creatures in this weird other light. Like, this is really great yeah. design. Yeah, so, cool. Mate, have you got your Oval Chase Dragster license? Can you, <laughs> yeah. can you take care of that? <laughs> a, a servo could pilot your Oval Chase Dragster, mate. Good, just put P plates on the back of it <laughs> or something like that. That'd be cool. And, but, and the flavor text, it's either going to crash or win the race. Possibly both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is uh, this is interesting. There's a there's a uh, a card f- from Alpha, so the very 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 first Magic set, yeah. Ball Lightning, which costs red red red. It's a six one with Trample and Haste, and um, uh, Sacrifice at the end of turn. So it's pretty much just three mana for six damage, kind of just hits them. But they can throw something in the way. This is interesting in that you can activate it whenever you want. They can't ever tap out because they're going to take six and not be able to block it. But it can mm. be blocked with a servo, but they'll take five damage. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, it's got trample. It's so. an interesting card. I don't love this for draft because I don't want to pay four mana for six damage, maybe. Like if they have a... Oh, would you do that though? Yeah. Four mana for a six not cost really. burn you want to spell? the board. What if, they're on t- what if they're on 20 and you draw this off the top? Oh, yeah, then it stinks, right? It's rubbish. But yeah. it, it reads like that, doesn't it? It reads like a... A four mana, say four, four burn, like burn them for four, yeah, burn for five. It's really nice throw that they can't hit it with sorcery speed removal because on their turn it's always pretty much going to be just an artifact. It's not a creature, yeah. Unless you choose to crew it on their turn for some reason. Because if they decide to throw a whole bunch of creatures in front of it to try and negate the trample, they're eating six, they're six damage divided among yeah. the creatures. Yeah. So, so I don't know. It's, it, it's only, worst enemy is one ones when you're on twenty, but if yeah. they're on ten or less, they're going to be eating a lot of damage. Yeah, it could clear up a lot of, of those servo creatures, right? And this is the first uncommon, so. I think, from the set. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, sorry. Well, yeah. You're not going to see it too often in draft, and it's not like. No. It's not great in every situation. It is a very shiny dragster, though. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I like to. Do you guys like feel a little bit about vehicles and magic? It's like kind of like oh, guns a little bit. to me in magic. Yeah, it's not really we've, there. We've had cannons and grenades and yeah, all the rest of it yeah. before. There's yeah. explosives and why not a combustion engine? Yeah. Or an I kind of I kind of like it in terms guns. of the yeah. the the ether punk as you were explaining to me earlier. Yeah, on, I like Kai. Ether punk, it's yeah. it's it seems like it's kind of a fun thing. I think mm-hmm. yeah. Let's let's jump in. I'm, 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 I'm glad. It's just at first I was like cars. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Really, yeah. I just look at it and go, now this is pod racing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, vision, uh, secondary uncommon. Second uncommon. Visionary augmenter. Two and two planes for a creature who's a dwarf artificer. Uh, you can fabricate for two. So get two plus one plus one counters on it or gain or two uh, one one colorless servo artifact creature tokens. And he's a two one in his own right. So let's break that down. So it's a split card. It's either yeah. two white white for a four three, which is good. Like in, in limited, you want four mana four threes. It's okay. Yeah. Or uh, two white white for a two one and two one ones on the ground. It's yeah. pretty good. It's um. It's like we were talking about earlier on, wasn't it? It's like it creates board state pretty fast. Yeah, you immediately put a bunch of guys on the ground. Uh, but I now understand. Do you guys oh. know when shadows over Innistrad always watching? Non-token creatures you control get plus one, plus one, and vigilance. I kind of understand why they put non-token creatures on it. Now. Oh, right, Because yeah. if with these servers, it'd just be immediate yeah. board state for four mana. Because every card... I mean, how many cards have created these things, just in yeah. what we've talked about in this yeah, deck? Yeah, even just from opening a random booster pack, you know? Yeah. Um, but I would feel like I paid four mana. I've got a two-one, which is not pretty soft. Yeah. 
and I've got a couple of chump blockers. Mm. I feel like a bit. Uh, you want a crew of vehicle or something? Yeah, uh, that's what it's the only. That's what I immediately think of, and mm. I can't think of much else. It's mm. like I feel like that's there would be other things available. Well, I don't necessarily know about in this set and draft. Mm. I definitely know in in standard mm. where I'm like got any experience is. There's other stuff for the same cost with better abilities. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like so you wouldn't be drafting this guy unless you've got a vehicle and you're going. I really want to use this vehicle, but how the hell am I going to get the numbers yeah. to you do it? You kind of want to split the bodies up so you can like crew. Say you've got an oval chase dragster out. You put this guy down as a two one, and you get two one ones. Use one of them to crew your vehicle you've already got out, and you yeah. get two one 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 untapped. Or you want to block multiple things. Say they have an oval chase dragster. You don't want to block it with your four three, so you block it with your one one. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, yeah. Uh, like flexibility <clears throat> is always. It, it, it reads like one of those cards that you play just to try and catch up, so you get another card to draw. You don't lose yeah. the game on the next mm-hmm. turn. You get to draw another card, and hopefully that will be the one. And as soon as you go into, hopefully you've got a triple block crap deck uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. If you if you're putting cards like this into your deck from the start, it feels uh, like you're already trying to play catch up before you even. Unless you're trying to set up something really weird, where you're going to play like one of the massive vehicles, like console flagship, which is. Crew five or something? Oh, it's only crew three. It's only crew three. three. It's huge. Yeah, is that the biggest one? Is it? It's one of the biggest. It's the yeah. mythic rare crew three. Whenever it enters the battlefield or attacks, it does three damage to a creature or a planeswalker, and it's a six five with flying. Yeah. <laughs> so you just crew it with some random servos you got lying around. Boom! I really just imagine. <laughs> It's, it's that like you know if you had that kind of Yu-Gi-Oh like hollow deck kind of yeah. thing going on, it's like oh and then I attack with my console flagship, fucking Hindenburg yeah. like, coming at you, <laughs> <laughs> and there's just like three servos at the wheel, just like me. And this this is the Hindenburg that's already on fire and falling on you from a great height. What yeah. the Hindenburg exploded? Oh yeah, that. Oh, oh my god, what a, a bad sh- year for all of us. Yeah, oh, no, that was 2016. 2016 is oh, terrible. No, yeah. terrible. Everyone goes like, oh man, Hindenburg over humanity. Had a big swastika painted on the side of it. So <laughs> oh, like, we like, don't talk about that. Portage. We don't talk about that. You know, I had a, airships. Why don't we have airships anymore? Hindenburg's fault. Well. It was a chemistry moment that I had. You know, I, I, I was never good at chemistry, and I had my moment a while ago. I forgot what I was doing. Let's say I was doing some chemistry. I was sure. trying to figure something out. Mm-hmm. It didn't. It didn't go well. I've decided that my Knowledge of gas and their effects are uh, uh, helium, squeaky, squeaky voice, influenced. Hindenburg, hydrogen, boom, explosions. That's pretty much it. Is helium and hydrogen? You didn't do very much Ooh. chemistry because they start talking about nomenclature and stuff like Sorry? a couple of weeks. Ago. Hmm? What? No, you what? Know, num- naming the different num- explosive things. Do you mean nomenclature? Nomenclature. Oh, I went to a farm once. What? No. Manure. <laughs> Imperial? Oh no! Imperial. Imperial. That's not how you spell imperial. There's two different ways. One one is um, to do with uh, imperial. 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 E M P Y R I. This is just guys saying imperial over and over again. Let me get through a bit of it, and then we'll discuss about the pronunciation guide. Imperial Voyager is one a forest, an island. For an uncommon 2-3, he's a creature, he's a Vidalcan scout, he's got flying trample. Whenever Imperial, oh god, Imperial. Imperial! Imperial? Voyager deals combat damage to a player, you get that many funny star marker things. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those tokens that aren't in the first print run because we fucked up? Energy counters. This is another great... um, 
thing. Why did then just put Imperial there instead of Imperial? Because uh, it means something else. Oh. It, it means of or relating to heaven, celestial, or the divine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Smarty pants. We're all very clever here. <laughs> um, for me. So <laughs> there is another mechanic in the set. It's called energy counters. So energy counters are another resource that you can spend yeah. um, with, with cards that say that you can spend them. Um, uh, but this is only an energy generator. It doesn't give you a way to spend them. So this says, uh, fine trample. Whenever it deals common damage to a player, you get that many energy counters. Right. So you're looking at getting two of those at And best. you're also looking at Unless you the creature them. doesn't get the energy counters. You as a player get energy counters. Your opponent doesn't have any way to interact with energy counters that you have. They're just a resource that you can now spend. Do these go into a pool? They go into a pool. How so long does the pool last for? For uh, for the rest of the game. Okay. And, until one until someone loses the so game. So you need another die. So you need another die. Yeah. They forgot to put the the original Kaladesh <laughs> booster packs. All right. So yeah. they've printed out a handy-dandy JPEG that you can print out on your home computer and yeah. put a little dice on. But in um, every printing past the first, there'll be a token in in the token slot yeah. there's your energy pool and you can put counters or dice or scraps of paper or whatever oh so it's just a picture of an energy area it's just an energy you know oh, a, okay. a conduit yeah. of some kind um, this is just an energy generator a 2-3 with flying and trample for one green blue it's yeah let's pretty, get back to that right? pretty cool um, I would play that card as is and then you can play a green blue energy deck uh, there's a few artifacts or creatures that say whenever this attacks you may pay 2 energy counters if you do put a plus one plus one counter on it, okay, something like that, or artifacts that say you may pay seven energy counters at any time, put a six six beast into play. Right. So these energy counters you can spend um, however you like on creature on creatures, artifacts, enchantments, whatever that say you may pay this much energy whenever. Well, um, I like I look at this guy, and even though the picture indicates that he's an idiot because he's driving along. And he's got his hand out. Like, he's one of those guys that likes to put his hand out of a vehicle as he's driving along to feel that wind effect. Ooh. Yeah. And look, he's, look how happy he is. However, he is in green, which allows you to pump him so you could get more energy more counters. More energy counters, yeah. correct. He's got evasion, flying, flying. a bit, bit of trample. So he's going to get past the random thopters lying around and stuff. And he's got blue, which probably gives you more chance of getting in there as well yep. because you get yeah, to bounce some of Yeah, yeah. So seems like it could work, but again, is it conditional? Is it again like you're not really going to ever want to first pick this and draft? This has never really been. He's a gold card. If he's a gold card, that, yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's one green blue. Yeah, you don't first pick it because you don't know you're going to get past green and blue. Yeah. If you take a green card first, it's more likely you can start taking some green cards. Yeah, or you get your um, wondering whatever she was called from below and splash oh, and your blue. Splash him, High Spire Artisan. Yeah, but uh, it's a lot of effort like, uh, for this card. It's not really worth it, is you it? You just get some energy. Energy, it's it's too early to know how important energy is going to be to the yeah. draft and, and sealed and even standard. So this guy could be amazing because he's always going to get in for two. He's giving you two energy a turn. Or he could be okay. He's going to be one of these cards that's going to rock up at, in the you know last pack. And you're going to go, oh, man. I'm already uh, green-blue. And I've picked all these cards that need energy. Yeah, yeah. This is amazing. But also, right. that's that's one of the wonderful things about draft is if you are a green-blue energy deck, no one else wants this guy. <laughs> yeah. like, he's going to come all the way around it's the table yeah, yeah. with you. But you're not going to be have in three it. of them, and you're going to be like, I'm going to win. I'm going to crush How many times draft. are you going to be a green-blue energy guy, though? 
Oh. Oh, I'll try it now. Yeah, like, you okay. Know, you, you see cards like this, and you go, "This makes me want to be green, blue energy." Just so you can go, I'm gonna um, tap. I'm gonna tap in with my um, Empire Al uh, Voyager. <laughs> Voyager. <laughs> yeah. Kai, <laughs> uh, you're you're sta- you're like the quiet guy at the back in the back row, staying just, out of this argument. I'm just listening. It's one of those. So they've introduced a new mechanic, mm-hmm. and and my favorite thing recently has been to try and I spy. What the thing for the next set or whatever? Oh is yeah. Matter. So we saw the, uh, we saw Kalitas and he was like, hmm, "Zombies and vampires." I'm like, "No, zombies and vampires must must be going to be way more important than they are right now." And you uh, were correct. Yeah. So, and then yeah. we had a big Innistrad trip, and I'm kind yeah. of wondering. It's like they introduced this whole energy thing, and I've been reading the spoilers for a couple yeah. of days now. And I'm <laughs> so like, there's going? not. There's not quite enough stuff to be like, yeah, I'm going to do energy stuff. Like mm. at the moment, it feels like that thing that's going on at the side that your opponent like every person I'll ever play against has remembered to think about and then suddenly they'll use an effect that uses it and I'll just be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, but sometimes they do like this such though, don't they? Mechanic. When they? You know those times when they go like, oh, they're doing a tribal thing and then they just don't really follow through and yeah. there's just some... They're it's, like three oh, like support. Yeah, like three exactly. minotaurs hanging around by themselves going, it's, oh, I hope the other guys show up. <laughs> it's it, like it, that it, sort of exactly. thing, right? Exactly, <laughs> and you're always waiting for them to print that legendary minotaur that's yeah. going to bring the minotaur deck together like Harold Bluetooth bringing the Danish tribes together. Yeah, how uh, But then he never a... turns up. He literally never turns up. Yeah. <laughs> um, in this case, energy, it, it, it's what in magic they call a parasitic mechanic, where it only works within the context of itself. And then as soon as you put it out into the world of other stuff, it doesn't actually do anything. Yeah, okay. It yeah, doesn't synergize with Shadows of Innistrad or Zendikar. So you've got to hope that there's going to be a shitload of stuff in this set and Aether Revolt. Um, which is the second set of Kaladesh, and then hopefully some stuff in Amonkhet that lets you use energy. It seems an interesting mechanic, an interesting resource that they could just waste if they just yeah. use it only in this. Hmm. Yeah, it's the same as like, we said the same thing about about werewolves. Like, where's yeah. the amazing werewolf stuff? And then we saw Arlen Cord as the werewolf planeswalker, and that was supposed to be like, yeah, yeah werewolves. Oh, second, coming, like, second coming of Were Jesus. Yeah, but never <laughs> happened. And it was just so meh. Like, yeah. all the werewolves took too much effort to transform. They transform back if you blink. Like, yeah. it's just, yeah. ugh, I don't know. Mm. Maybe it is that kind of half assed mechanic. Maybe vehicles are the real, like, yeah, and fabricate, <clears throat> yeah. And then uh, energy, but fabricate. You can see how it synergizes with other stuff. Yeah, um, because yeah. colorless creatures really work. matter. Yeah. Battle for Zendikar. Um, you've got the the other mechanics in the set that synergize with stuff from Shadows of Innistrad. This can only possibly ever work with itself because it makes energy counters. They're useless if you don't have stuff to <laughs> yeah. spend. The energy counters on. Unless so. they're going to surprise us with, like, uh, you know, an unhinged card in the in Aether Revolt that's like, grab all your energy counters and throw them at your opponent's eyes. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> stick them in your card while butt. they're blinded, you know? Uh, all right, look. I uh, I kept pressing redraft, redraft, redraft until I got a Mythic Rare. Okay. Okay, so we got a Mythic Rare. I don't think that happens very often on, on our show. And it is Nyssa, Vital Force. She's three and two forests for a mythic rare. She's got five loyalty. And her plus one ability is untapped target land you control. Until your next turn, it becomes a 5-5 elemental creature with haste. It's still a land. Uh, Negative three is return target permanent card from your graveyard to your hand. Bit of Liliana action happening there. Hmm. Or Neg Sixer. Ooh, she comes in at five, remember, folks. 
Uh, you get an emblem with whenever a land enters a battlefield under your control, you may draw a card. Hoo-hoo, card advantage almost straight away. What do you reckon? This card's ridiculous. <laughs> In what way? Are we excited ridiculous or are we thinking this is dumb? So... That's pretty fast turnover yeah, to Ultimate. That's huh? ridiculous turnover. Uh, okay, so... so Oh, this card's really, because really good. Because you don't even... You could just... You could just it make protects, a, okay, so, a so land how, twice and you could keep her for... Yeah. Planeswalkers in the past have been stereotypically good if they have some way to protect themselves. The best Planeswalkers of all time, Liliana the Veil, Jason Mind Sculptor. Liliana the Veil comes in, sacrifice a creature. Bam, I can just keep taking it up forever. Right. Jace, bounce a creature back to your hand or brainstorm, draw some cards. And oh, I can see where you're going. How about a 5-5 five, five elemental about a creature five, five wall? that stops you from attacking my six... Yeah. Loyalty Planeswalker, which I'm going to ultimate next turn. Yeah. And then every single time I play a land in the future in my green deck, I'm going to draw a card and then draw more Nisses. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. It's really, really, really good. Not to mention, if you're on, if you're ahead, you're hitting them with that 5-5. Five, five. It, get, it gets hate. This is also a tempo thing. You know, I said the yeah. very first card we had, I said, does this indicate this is going to be a fast format? Mm. This feels like a fast format Planeswalker, doesn't it? Yeah, because like five mana, five loyalty, five damage as soon as it comes into play. So your opponent yeah. has some, I don't know, an Obnixilus out in standard. But you don't give a shit because you just plus one Janissa. You can ultimate a next next turn. Yeah. So they need to already have creatures on the board. You need to make sure that you they aren't attacking it. You just leave your 5-5 five, five back and then you've got... Um, and then her, her Neg 3 ability is weirdly the one that's probably going to get activated the least. Um <laughs> It gets a permanent, so you can get another Nissa. Yeah, I've already forgotten about that. It's already died. It's just like they had to put something there in the middle, yeah. isn't it? It's a powerful effect, but the plus one and the next six are going to be a uh, huge. Because you you cast this second main phase. Mm-hmm. How much of a look are they going to get at this thing? They've got like one turn. They've like got deal one with turn her. to deal with it. Imme- yeah, almost immediately. Otherwise, you got card advantage for the rest of the game. Two, two cards a turn for the rest of the game. Yeah, how, how do you lose? Uh. It's just, I don't know, for me, it's, it's the third most printed Planeswalker gets another card. Yeah. Like, it's that's... just, I don't know, I'm get like, almost going way back to the start of the podcast, like, it's that I'm getting Gatewatch, like, You're getting uh, fatigue. Jace like, fatigue. Yeah. yeah the I'm ninth just... Jace, you're like, I've seen enough. And what I didn't say in the in the beginning of the podcast is, uh, I was, earlier on, I was uh, putting back up in my son's room, he, a poster had fallen down, and I'm putting it back up, it was a Garrick poster. Thought, what happened to Garrick? Uh, Nissa, Nissa has become yeah. Garrick. Yeah. And even is he, uh, what? Oath, does, is Oath of Nissa? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> he, uh, 2016. He's, he's gone evil. Yeah. You know. Has he gone evil? Yeah. Is but Oath of Nissa going to pull this out? Ah, yeah. Yeah, we're all screwed then. Uh, you, you got like um, three color Planeswalker decks. This is going to be front and center because all the other. Say so you go um, turn one Oath of Nissa, turn three. In a dream scenario, Liliana. Turn four, Gideon, make a 2 2. <laughs> turn five, Nissa, make a 5 5. You ultimately, like, all your planeswalks, like, all in a <laughs> row. It's just, it's just mad. Um, Oath of Nissa helps you cast all of them. You just get heaps of creatures on the board. Now that every single planeswalker kind of has a way to protect itself, it's like, you're going to run into these decks. It's just like, I have four planeswalkers out. Can you ever possibly deal with all of them? No, I don't, I don't think so. Wow. So you think, are we looking at a, a big planeswalker here? Is this, is this a one of those moments? Is she going to be that big? Yeah, because she pressures other planeswalkers really well. 
with her with her plus ability. The only um, thing I think of is it costs you five mana and two, it's two forests. That's the only thing that's going to slow mm. you down. Oath of Nyssa is is an enchantment from Oath of the Gate, which says you can cast Planeswalkers as if they were mana of any color. Okay. So you can you can spend mana as if it were any color to cast Planeswalkers you control. Yeah. Um, that's obviously going to go on this deck because you draw a card when it comes into play as well. Uh, this is just too... It's too easy to cast in those green decks, which are the best at fixing their mana yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have straight green, white, yeah. So, like... Um, there's uh, Liliana the last hope from Eldritch Moon is going to be one of the big pinnacles of the format and this just crushes it because they go Liliana plus it goes up to 4 Liliana plus it goes up to 5 on turn 5 you go your Nyssa you hit their Liliana for 5 and you just kill it pretty much for free with your land Yeah. so the fact that you go Nyssa untap one of the lands I used to cast Nyssa make a 5-5 five five with haste it's hit got your planeswalker kill it as well, yeah. that's huge that's huge um uh, and that's not even so counting the defending Nissa in future turns. Yeah. It's just it's really strong. So is it's this... a first main phase kind of casting, mm-hmm. isn't it? Until yeah, where you actually want to attack with yeah. the forest instead of just using it yeah, to yeah, defend. Yeah. Is this some kind of like warped thing by the designers to be like, no, oh, there's, there's, you know, the meta doesn't really include planeswalkers that much. Like, and now we, yeah, and yeah. then it's going to be like, whoops, we way overpowered that. We're going to need like another mending and like break all the planeswalkers. Yeah, like, yeah, kind of, yeah. It makes me think that there is. Because console flagship does a bit of damage to planeswalkers, it makes me think that there's more removal for planeswalkers floating around in this. That, that, that is, is that correct. Yeah, like um, you've got some cards that can deal damage to creatures or planeswalkers Ruinous because that'd path. be yeah. <clears throat> you've got some stuff yeah. that would be too powerful if it dealt damage to players as well. Um, there's one that's like deal Nahiri's Wrath Mythic from Eldritch Moon says deal X damage to target creatures or planeswalkers. They're giving you tools to deal with these things now, so they expect them to be a big part of standard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, what are we picking? Nissa. Nissa. Going to play a green deck. Gonna All right. Maybe have some energy. We're not but always going to get gonna so, kill you. so tempted just to be like, I hate elf, knife ear elf scum. Like, yeah. Just, but, I'm never going to play that Nissa. Never. 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 <laughs> I think. I think. I think. I think it goes without saying. We'd all pick Nissa, right? But yeah. okay. So let's make it more interesting. It's like, what out of the rest of the deck are we going with? Um, there were some ones I really liked. I like the three mana three three and white. Um, we didn't really see any removal spells. Yeah, that glint sleeve artisan. We didn't, didn't we? No, glint sleeve artisan's okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the dwarf in the the power loader from Alien. Uh, the two <laughs> two white white guy. Yeah, yeah, and it can make and it can uh, fabricate two. Oh, yeah. really? You like that one? Visionary augmenter. He might actually be better than the three mana three three because he makes three bodies for four mana, and uh, you just. Uh, there's some, there's some I just go like wide. the low cost early get it out there. I, I, that's I do like I, that as well. well yeah. Yeah. I, I value that a lot. But uh, gosh, I really, I, I, I've, got, I've got to go with Glint Sleeve Artisan because that was the card that really made my eyes like widen. I was like, mm. wow, that's that's cool. Mm. I like it more than four mana two one and two one ones, but I think the raw power of four mana four three whenever you want or four mana two one and two one ones yeah yeah very strong for a thing full of artifacts and stuff. yeah uh, uh, uh vehicles sorry yeah kai what are you going with uh, uh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with that visionary artificer uh um, visionary augmenter oh, augmenter sorry yeah, yeah um, alien power well, suit that's, yeah, that's gonna be a thing alien like, power oh. suit yeah. yeah pretty much even the quote underneath that one is is something referencing alien I think, is it really nearly. yeah right. it's uh it's a multifunctional radial extension system with superlateral force amplifying rigging of course it will win 
And so it has. We all really like it. <laughs> uh, except for me. I'm going to go for... I'm going to go with Glint Sleeve Artisan. That sounds like a really nice car. Oh, yeah. Shine bright, bolts tight. Mm, I'm that, still mm, looking that for flavor. that, you know, Winsteed Bead Rider. Wins, Winsteed Rider? Is that right? Oh, God, I've forgotten his name now. Such a good car. It was from Theros. Theros mm. Block. Yeah, there was like a... There was, there was two different um, cards that did the same thing. It was like a 1-1 flyer and a 2-2 flyer and it came out. And it was, yeah, good times. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Um, well, let's just get into a, let's just uh, probably uh, shut down the bust booster and get into a bit of uh, exploring some of these mechanics. So we can wrap our head around what Kaladesh is all about. Hey, all right. Let's go deep into Kaladesh then. Uh, so we're in a, we're in a town. There's vehicles floating in the air. There's weird vehicles driving around with wheels pointing at each themselves. Yeah. And Indian marketplace. Chandra's knocking about the place. Are we done? What else is there? Yeah, it's it's one of those weird Ravnica-esque um, locations where there's no big conflict going on right now. Yeah. And they kind of just invent a conflict to build the set around. Um, right, Going on in Kaladesh right now is the Inventor's Fair. So uh, Dovin Barn is this, uh, this planeswalker. He's, come, he's approached the Gatewatch and said, we think someone's messing with, uh, in interfering with the inventor's feathers going on. Could you come and investigate it? We know you just blew up the Eldrazi and stuff. Before you go any further, though, I totally get that Ravnica thing. As soon mm-hmm. as Kaladesh came out, I thought, ooh, Ravnica. I wasn't really into the theme of Ravnica, but I'm into the theme of Kaladesh because of that. Maybe it's the inventions thing. Maybe it's the vehicles thing, which you've queried earlier on. Like, mm-hmm. really? Are we doing cars and stuff? Yeah. I know, it doesn't seem to fit, but it seems all right. I yeah. kind of like the idea of this. It's steampunk without being too steampunk. It's, yeah. it's kind of magic-infused steampunk, e- which e- I, e- I e- punk like. Is e- Kai, e- punk, yeah. Kai's already got that mm-hmm. TM'd. Um, I, I like it quite a lot. I like the the concept of the Aether and the Aetherborn and uh, Vidalcan and the, the Consulate being this overarching government. The Vidalcan are the blue guys. Yeah, the They're blue full guys. of ether. Yeah. Right. No, 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 no. Vidalcan and Aetherborn are different, are they? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. The, yeah. the Vidalcan are just a, a species. They're, they're blue skinned. They're very intelligent. Um, Smurfs. Previously, they've like appeared. Papa Smurf. They're kind of like the kinda fishy, aren't the Camino clony kind of guys from Star Wars. They're like uh, very kind of alien, like how yeah. we would stereotypically look at uh, aliens. They're very they're hairless and they're very intelligent and very yeah. logical. Whereas Sorry. the Aetherborn, are, from what I've read, are created when you use Aether for purposes. You burn yeah, they, they create these weird humanoid creatures which um, which kind of burn up. Um, so they, they live fast, die young. Uh, yeah. A couple, couple of the cards yeah. are called, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so they're into grunge. Yeah, they love grunge they and love then grunge. they shoot themselves with a big shotgun yeah. after their... Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> Woo, okay. Okay. Brainier than Kurt Cobain's uh, garage ceiling <laughs> is what they say. Very intelligent. <laughs> oh. I, on the other hand, really, really like this, right? Because it's it seems to be so. From what I've read, it's it's stuff that's like so. Aether was kind of a thing that was around. It's on lots of the planes anyway. Mm. It's this kind of universal yeah. force in. In the world of magic, I mm-hmm. guess, in MTG. And, um, but there's been, they call it like the Aether Boom, essentially. Mm-hmm. In, People discovering uh, it and yeah, using it. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, oh, this is, it. 
a thing we can do. And then, of course, a government or the consulate is a government or it's a business or it's one of one or the other. There's all is, of them. Is come over the top and go, we have to regulate this. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it regulates it for the most powerful to be advantaged. Yep. Hence uh, the renegades and the infiltrators. Yeah, exactly. So the, the consulate are trying to keep... Uh, so, so there's... Through all of the story and everything, there's big pipes that run Aether through the city. Everything's powered from it. It's kind of just like mana on all the other planes. So you look at Zendikar, it's got very volatile, powerful mana. Here, it manifests itself in Aether. People use it to power vehicles, inventions, their energy for, for their things or their spells or their experiments. And there's an invent. did you say there's an invention kind of conference or convention yeah, so going Inventors on at the time? Fair, yeah, which is the... Uh, that's what we're interacting with as the story hits. Yeah, so there's right. a lot of stuff that is um, the the big uh, rare and mythic artifacts are the things that people have brought to the fair. They're these artifacts with weird abilities. In the story, we've seen um, something Sahili Rai's friend, uh, I think Rashmi, has created a thing that can transport matter from one to the other, and then it's got uh, some story... Uh, tie-in where it's like able to transport stuff between worlds they think possibly well they they reckon that apparently when you jump in one end of the teleporter and you come out the other is that this teleporter is routing you through the blind eternities wow okay this sounds like we're gonna get remember that uh the planeswalker cards the what were those the planes planes chase chase, yeah is that gonna happen well because that sounds like plane chase this is the thing so there's a, a card called paradoxical outcome uh where in the flavor text, it says this teleporter has made them aware that there are worlds other than their own, which right. usually only planeswalkers do. Yeah. So we're thinking that all of this focuses on the event is fair because of this invention that's happened. They've focused on the story. It's going to allow um, someone, some big bad guy, to transport yeah. things from other worlds that aren't planeswalkers from world to world, which couldn't ever happen in the story before. So there's some maniacal reason. So we're going to be able to burn that. rubber from Kaladesh all the way back to Innistrad and fang around there in yeah, a crazy invention. But like, but like but I which, said. Which? Which? <laughs> a pod yeah, racer. That's a car. We'll be able to pod racer all over yeah. Innistrad. Whoa. Well, that's the, the thing that gets this for me and, and what we've, we've danced around a little bit, I guess, is that Tezzeret is in Kaladesh. Yeah. And who are the people that are bending over backwards to expand across other planes and have done it a little bit before, mm-hmm. Phyrexians. Yeah. Now, what's the deal with Tezzeret? Because I don't know this guy too well. So, um, in, in the story, uh, lo- long time ago, this is about yeah. when I started playing, started getting into the lore of, of This the is game a long time ago, isn't it? Tezzeret hasn't seven, shown up for... Six or seven years, and he got yeah. a couple of reprints over the first few years of me playing Standard. Um, originally, when he turned up, he was uh, the leader of um, the Consortium, which was uh, a group of people who... Uh, used artifacts and knowledge and stuff to gain control over multiple planes. They knew of the existence of other planes, other realities. Mm. And they conscripted Jace and Liliana to be some of their, like, kind of foot soldiers. Jace and Liliana have a big showdown with him. Um, they leave. They, they work for the consortium for a while, then they leave. And then Tezzeret gets corrupted by an elder dragon planeswalker called Nicol Bolas. Yeah. And he uses him you know, and that his... Guy his artificing powers to help engineer the conflux, which is when Alara kind of collides into five worlds into one and he channels all that energy to do 
something we which we don't really know what it is yet. Oh, okay. Um, right. And then Nicobolas kind of around. disappeared off the lore map. Same yeah. with Tezzeret as well. Yeah, yeah. So the last time we saw Tezzeret in Planeswalker form was called Tezzeret, Agent of Bolas, and he was on um, he was in Mirrodin Besieged when. Uh, he had some hand in Phyrexia taking over. They have Mirrodin. a lightning handy. Sword. Yeah, oh, lightning, yeah, lightning skeleton. Lightning, hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's got a funny hand, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah, and we literally have not heard anything from him since that happened. He's hanging he, out with Garrick. I'm wondering where these guys are. No, Garrick's, cool. Garrick's got nothing to do with. No, I'm, I'm saying they've all disappeared. Well, yeah. there, there's like a bar somewhere. Yeah. They're just hanging out. Going, when are we going to get Gendry another crack from of Game of Thrones is around there as yeah. well. <laughs> he's just rowing a boat. Yeah. Um, Tezzeret we haven't seen in literally five or six years. Yeah. And then suddenly he turns up and they're like, head judge of the Inventors Fair. Welcome, Tezzeret! And we're Whoa. like, what the f- we hell didn't see is this, this guy coming. doing yeah, yeah. But if you're going to turn up in a, in a place where everyone is obsessed with or otherwise very impressed by cool technology, mm. like, well, undoubtedly his arm or anything he could have nicked off the Phyrexians or from Mirrodin and turn up and go, look at this living, you know, mix of living and... Yeah. Metal and stuff it's like that. It's the new iPhone 8 and it's my arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's filled with Phyrexian oil and yeah. it's really, really. Because uh, Esper on Alara, which was the white, blue, black shard where Tezzeret was from, that's where they did colored artifacts for the first time. They, in, they were people who were um, kind of uh, ver- actually very similar to Kaladesh. They infused their bodies with Ethereum. Which is what they call uh, artifacts and, and the special metal on there, and yeah. that's what Tezzeret's arm is made of. It's an Ethereum arm, so it's very it's magical yeah. um, metal, much like uh, Kai's gearhawk uh, yeah, sort of yeah. anatomy that we're looking at right now. <laughs> Tezzeret Kai, very, they base Tezzeret around Kai's life, <laughs> just like my grinding gears in the background. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I have a much nicer haircut than Tezzeret. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Visit to the Silly, barber, yeah. Gross, yeah, yeah, gross. yeah. Dreadful. Cut your dreadlocks, you dirty yeah. old weird. Not even like, you know, because you get nice dreadlocks. Like, yeah. I know plenty of people, you know, Clean. like African people, they got nice dreadlocks, really beautifully braided, and then you just get like white trust fund crust punks yeah. who have not Rastafarianism. <laughs> what I've noticed about Kaladesh, what was the first information we got about Kaladesh? Homeworld of Chandra. Mm-hmm. What have we not heard anything about? What's the Chandra she's well, that's doing? The thing. They've, what? They've, you know, so they've they've done an interesting thing with the story spotlight on on five of the cards <laughs> in every, yeah. five of the cards That's in every set it. are going to have uh, in in the bottom above their collector's number it says story spotlight one out of five or five out of five. Oh wait a minute, what's going on here? So you can see if if it um if you have a look at a few of the cards, I can't remember the names of them right now. Yeah, um, they have uh. The, the characters from the story, and it shows you... The, the first one in the series is actually the Inventor's Fair, which is a land says, gain some life if you control artifacts at the start of your turn. Story yeah. spotlight. And then um, Deadlock Trap is number three of five. And then number five of five is where we've finally seen Ajani and Tezzeret on these oh. cards. Tezzeret's having Ajani's a... Ajani's sh- showing up in this. Oh, man. There's so, much, there's so much story to... to there's to always over, overstuffing, but isn't there? What is so going much overstuffing. on? But so much speculation as well because they they unfortunately have to release the... I've complained about this on the podcast yeah, I know, before. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they have to show the story on these cards and now they've gone, here is the story spotlight. One, two, three, four, five. And I'm like, Ajani's there? Yeah. When's Ajani turning up? <laughs> Tezzeret's having a showdown with Chandra's mum. I thought she was dead. 
Hang on. Like, Tezzeret. Oh, was <laughs> Pia, Pia, Nala. Pia Nala is alive. Right. And is having a showdown with Tezzeret in but, a big arena in Kaladesh. Apparently in... might have faked her death because she's Renegade Prime. Oh, she's Renegade Prime. Oh, okay. So, so she's a Renegade big rebel. Chandra thought she was dead. Chandra's spark ignited because she thought that the consulate had murdered her parents. Blah, 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 blah. So we're going to get the story leaked through at some stage, but have they totally... But they yeah, kind of so always spoil it in about by showing the cards. Weeks yeah. when Armin Kett is coming out and we're looking at Nicobolis, they might tell us what happens at the fucking and end of the story. we've all figured it out watching, reading forums on MTG, yeah, whatever, yeah. everywhere. And, exactly. Yeah. In in the in the third bit, it looks like Chandra and Nissa have been locked in some sort of cage to prevent <laughs> them from intervening with Tezzeret's big showdown with Hang Chandra's on. mum. Somebody's locked Chandra and Nissa in a cage. It, it's the wor- some of the worst artwork I've seen since Sauron Grim Nemesis. Deadlock. Oh, you got to show this to David. Yeah, <laughs> Deadlock. Chandra, no. Chandra's face is all munted. Nissa was retconned, like photoshopped <laughs> in in the background of the last minute. Which one is it called? Deadlock Trap in the middle there. Deadlock. Oh my god! So they've been locked, worse. locked in a cage. Uh, number four is a, a showdown between P and Allah and Tezzeret. This is bad as Speaking well. Speaking of bad art, Crap. Diabolic Tudor. Have a look at this one. Liliana whispering in Chandra's ear. Why? Oh, I don't oh, know. Oh, that's better but stupid. <laughs> anyway. It's uh, not as bad as like, what is it, Stone Chandra? Who was, who was the one in that, you know. Oh, the... Duck Face Chandra, which is like. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and like big weird fat lips and <laughs> uh, pouting like, at the camera. Oh, yeah, it's like know. the Gatewatch is all hanging out and they're pulling oh, funny and faces. Oh, and Chandra's arm is all detached and hanging on Gideon's oh, One of them looks like, stoned really or something, yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Um, anyway, so so we've had a look at yeah. very small frames <laughs> of the story. Yeah, um, Magali Villeneuve did a really really great um, interpretation of Chandra as her main planeswalker card. The rest of them really hard to follow, um, <laughs> but we're going to get leak this story. PNLI has a big showdown with Tezzeret in some arena, and then at the end. Uh, the story spotlight is Jace suddenly turning up with Ajani and intervening to stop them all from being killed oh, in this big like the Geonosian arena in Star Wars, actually, as well. Yeah, when all the Jedi and Yoda come down with the clone troopers, yeah, yeah, yeah. intervene in that big arena, that kind of thing happening. It would almost be less amazing if Yoda actually rocked <laughs> yeah, up. Yoda, <laughs> Yoda, the. Uh, what would, it, what would it be? Is he green? No, he's a white, isn't it's he? Just, he doesn't feel like... It just feels like... He's, like he's going to be a good blue. guy, but black. But... Bl- oh, we... In, yeah, good, he's, he's good black guy. But he's this? not very selfish. Though. Yoda. Yeah, Yoda. Yoda what, the Planeswalker. What colour would he be if he's a magic well, I thought it'd be green, because he is green. But I don't think oh, you can race stereotype them by the colours. Yeah, but he's from Dagobah. he's blue. He's, He's from Dagobah. Everything's green on Dagobah. He's blue-white to me. Is he? Yeah. He's very wise... And very to the law, yeah. powerful. He's wispy, and he and plays wispy. that. He, and he plays that long game like a blue. Yeah, like a blue mage. Yeah, playing that long game, hanging out in that swamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see where you come from there. Anyways, nice. I like where they're going, tying story bits into the cards and everything. But the fact that we're not going to get the story of where the hell Ajani and Jace have turned up from, but doesn't from that like another that six counters weeks your complaint from earlier? Is that we can't see exactly, we can't fill all the gaps. Whereas in a set ago, we were filling all the gaps. We already knew everything that happened because the cards are so explicit in what the story was about. Yeah, as soon as Eldritch Moon came out. No, I, I, Shadows of Innistrad and Eldritch Moon, I think yeah. they did a good job. Where the people who were invested enough to figure it out were like, Emrakul is coming. And people were like, Emrakul's not coming. They just did an Eldrazi block. 
Well, look it, at the shadows of Innistrad. No, I mean the uh, Eldritch Moon poster. But the poster hadn't yeah. been released. When they released the stuff from Eldritch Moon, it was just Liliana on, uh, on the posters and everything. You didn't see the yeah. Emrakul art until they had definitely confirmed the Emrakul art. Okay. Right. Um, which, which I thought was good. And they did a yeah. good job of seeding these little clues and the weird little stuff from Tamio's journal. And, and that. kind of made like a bit of a meta, right? It's yeah. like, oh, we're all pouring over the notes. And then like they've made us into the cultists. We've read the signs. Yeah. Like, Emrakul's yeah. coming. Emrakul's coming. See that? Like, and then Emrakul came. We're like, oh, we yeah. expected that the whole time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is cool. Like, if you, they can set it up like that and deliver it. So, you know, yeah. uh, the, the payoff is this monster card, which is just epic. Yeah. That, that's great. They, they've worked out in some way. Yeah. I think we end up seeing some interesting things as well with Kaladesh in the sense of like, so Kaladesh is India without the colonialism. That is literally the quote from Salvation Wiki. Oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> Kaladesh summarizes India yeah. without colonialism. Cool India. Cool India. Without the Britons. Okay. Yeah. But uh, but then you get its own industrial revolution sort of thing. It's quite diverse. Like you get dwarves. A lot of the humans are you know appropriate skin tones for it being India for being (laughs) sunny. But no, I'm not trying to be like facetious. Also, also the the elves are kind of ethnic brown. Yeah, that kind of thing. Even Pia Nalar is you know kind of olive skinned, and then Chandra is white as the driven snow. And even if you look at Pia and Kieran, the card they're very tanned. Yeah, like it's like Chandra is. I don't you know, know how kept in a cupboard or something. Yeah, I don't know how life. an Irish red-headed freckled flame-haired girl came to be the daughter yeah. of like two oh. olive Mediterranean-looking parents. Racial but... faux pas. Yeah. <laughs> Wizards of the coast. Here that we go. Been, yeah. yeah, but Chandra looks completely different. Like even in those three cards that you've got lined up next to each other, Chandra's py- pyro helix, Chandra torch of defiance, cathartic reunion. Just completely different in every single one of them. Yeah, someone didn't read the notes. I don't know. Three different artists, too. It's three different artists. Yeah, but they get, like Noel Bradley explained, you know, they get a really solid description about what everyone's going to look like, what mm. they're wearing, you know, what the world looks like, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. But Chandra's so pale in Cathartic Reunion, and then in Torch of Defiance, she's more, like, ruddy. And then in Pyrohelly, she looks, like, darker-skinned. It's... Uh, I, I don't know. And also, like, the thing for me as well that really gets me is the most Mary Sue thing about Planeswalkers is I seem utterly unaffected about events they witness. Hmm. Like, yeah. Chandra's often yeah, portrayed as kind a... of the baby of the group, gay watch wise and planeswalker wise. Yeah. She's uh-huh. quite like like she is late teens or something. Uh, like canonically yeah, she's seventeen yeah, or eighteen or something. But she was the abbot of yeah, well, talking about, and stuff. Yeah, stuff it's like very that. youthful because they're talking about her parents and she's but you know the like, freckles thing. It's all very youthful, isn't it? And yeah. Like, yeah. And her, then, and it just her passion and her how she reacts and is just very explosive yeah, yeah. with her. And that's kind of how you'd imagine, like, when you're a teenager, you're like, man, I wish I was could get yeah, so angry that yeah. I'd shoot fire. Mm-hmm. But then, like, she's been to Zendikar and, like, killed <laughs> gods. Oh, yeah. Elder gods. Like, yeah. you know, literally, like, four more destroyed the entire plane and she burned them to a crisp. She probably just vented about it in her journal and she'd be fine. And then she goes to Innistrad and sees, like, villagers splitting in half with tentacles coming out of every hole and all the rest of it. And I've seen enough Magic yeah. Gathering to know where this is going. And, uh, <laughs> and that kind of thing. And then, like, it, it just seems like everyone's utterly unbothered about that. I know. It's like maybe when you live it's in such a writer. fantastical world, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, another god has died. I mean, well, Gideon you know, killed a god, so, I mean, obviously he's not bothered, but... Yeah, yeah well, there's no, there's no plane wa- Planeswalker PTSD. No, but nice. that was one of the interesting things about um, Iron Man 3, was that... <laughs> yeah. Don't, 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 but, like, do you remember when Tony Stark's just depressed... Yeah. He, he yeah, can't wrap his head exactly. around the stuff that's happening. He's a dude. He's very I went intelligent. A black hole and nuked an alien civilization. Yeah, and he's like, like yeah. I can't like like because you you can see the stuff that you've done, but there's no 
substance to them doing it. You, uh, <laughs> you can't. Sure, it's a great like burning the Eldrazi gods and, and imprisoning Emrakul on the moon. Sure, there's no like consequence. We had years of like you can't kill the Eldrazi. Imagine yeah. what would happen to the fabric of the universe if we can destroy a thing that is only pinned to a plane and you're destroying its physical manifestation. Oh, you did it? Oh, nothing happened. Oh, cool. You're the Gatewatch. Yeah, you're friends. <laughs> you're all really powerful. What's yeah. the point of any of that stuff? Yeah. What is the point of any of it? And it makes... Because for any for any kind of story, you want to reach down inside of somebody and make them feel something. Yeah. And if you're just watching something something play out, then yeah, it's it's there's there's no evocative. None of the game are going to die. Oh, no. no, no one. Pia, Pia might Pia might die. Yeah, but we don't give a shit about her. <laughs> and all, like we said earlier on, all those red shirts that they're inventing, those yeah. are plane walk, planeswalker red shirts. They're all yeah. dead. They're, we yeah, can kill them off. We don't, no, care. No, I don't care. Those main five, you know, we've got to have the five forever and bring back Garrick because he's a beast. Yeah. yeah, see, that's what I mean. It's like, when you got really then, sad about Obnixus drowning Gideon in a puddle, I was like... Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh. and he's all like, Ooh. "Oh, you killed a god. Here you are in two inches of mud. Like this yeah. is Zendikar drowned in mud. Yeah. Like you can't be invulnerable from drowning. Yeah. Um, and then a Johnny can replace Gideon in the Gatewatch. Bam. Oh, I'd no, be happy talking. about that shit. Yeah, yeah even, getting um, an, an evil insider. That'd be cool, yeah. right? Yeah, just um, dragging him the wrong even way. Tazri had that hallucination. They made it sound like real of like Kozilek, like crushing Jace or like crushing. Oh yeah, just over and over and over again, just like him back and crushing him again. Yeah. Oh, um, look, let, let's just put a pause on it here for a bit of MTG card quiz, sure. and maybe we can talk a bit of mechanics, but a few tips for the pre-release weekend afterwards. Sure. And, uh, yeah, let, let's, let's do a bit of that. MTG card quiz, six, seven, left hand, it's a real quiz. Real quiz. Wow, wow. Our, produc- our production values have never been higher. That was hot, guys. That was great. <laughs> Do you reckon we should do, do one more take? No, that was perfect. No, no, no. <laughs> that was perfect I can't do better than that. Way. Oh, my fingers are killing me. That bend on... Yeah, do you, oh, did you hear that? Wow. That's the way I heard it. Yeah. All right. MTG card quiz. Whew, been a while. What have we got? Seven, eight, nine, ten is a real quiz. It is a real quiz. And question one, guys. You got your pens? Yes. You ready? Question one. Name the emblems and tokens appearing in Eldritch Moon. Ugh. Whoa. Do you need any clues? I've got, I've got a potential clue if you're not... No, look at these guys. They're red hot on this. All right, so I'll read it again for the listeners at home. So the emblems and the tokens appearing in Eldritch Moon. How many are there? Are there are ah, there? so you do want the clue. Yes. Yeah, are you happy with the clue? Yeah, yeah, yeah I got, I got All right, up. there are two em- emblems and there are eight tokens. Eight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah eight? Yeah, eight. Yeah, now you're eight. thinking. Yeah, eight. That's one more than seven. One less, two less than ten. Are we counting multiple arts of the same token? I couldn't give you any more details than two Brrr. emblems and eight tokens. Brrr. That's the way that's going to break down, I'm afraid. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. You know what they are. All right. Question two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Magic has its own custom font. Yeah? Yeah. What is the name of the font? Have we had this before? No. Aaron, have you said this before? 
I might have. Oh. Do you know it? You know it, don't you? Might have said it. In uh, the, um, so Magic Magic has its own custom font. It's the font that you see in the title of the cards and in the creature types and the, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. That's that font. Yeah. They developed it because they decided we need our own custom font, and they did it. And they're like, oh, make the cards harder to fake. No, you just download the font. Yeah, get off, get it online. But they gave it a name, and maybe that's a clue to the fact that it's a magic font. Mm. Question three. What are the three main cities of Kaladesh? There are three main cities mentioned <coughs> throughout these fascinating stories that we've been referencing uh, and loving. Uh, there is kind of a fourth, but that doesn't seem to be a city. I'll give you that clue. It seems like a area mm. of farming land but there are three cities that they reference Ooh, in this. all of the fiction oh, I've, oh god I've i know read, one I've of reading them. up and now fully forgotten yeah uh, shit uh, there's nothing on there <laughs> there's nothing there <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. looking across me at my laptop and it's general, like we're just looking at crappy chandra crappy chandra one of the cities <laughs> yeah. alright um, well keep working on that I'll just, I've got some uh, some a little bit of thinking Okay, that's your... Uh, I think that was your thinking music. That was your thinking music. All right, let's head back to the top. MTG card quiz. Six, seven, eight. Nine, six, ten seven, is a real quiz. Land hand. It's a real quiz. <laughs> Question one. Or maybe we can take it in turns here because there's so many of us. I suppose we've got ten points up for grabs here. Um, name the emblems and tokens oh, be, there's, appearing. There's, there's, uh, there's eight tokens, two yeah. emblems. Yeah. That's ten points. That's ten points. Eleven points for the font name, and then three oh, points yeah. for the cities. I'm just talking about 14. question one. Oh, All together. Yeah. Goodness, 14 oh, yeah, points. One, ten. Oh, this is going to so be huge. Yeah. High scores. Yeah. All right, so name the emblems and tokens appearing in Eldritch Moon. Give us one. Kai. Uh, Liliana emblem. Emblem. Right, yep, that's one. Tamio emblem. Emblems covered. Check. Both correct. Uh, Akai, give us a token. Uh, spirit token. What are mm. its apparent toughness and abilities? Oh, uh, no, there's no spirit token. Oh, okay. What? Uh, no. Oh, did you have that? Well, there, there definitely is. Because there's Drog Skull Cavalry, and yeah. that uses spirit tokens. Yeah. You're flying. And there's, uh, you know, okay. haunted well, reserves. Give us another one. Aaron, uh, I'm about to look this up. I might have to. Two two zombie. Yeah, I got that. Okay, yeah, all right. So zombie check. Yeah. Uh, then I started getting sketchy, so I'm like vampire token. Okay, no, I don't have that one. There's a XX zombie that's made by Soul Separator. Uh, I don't. Well, yeah, zombie. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I made one that was like a warrior token. There's got to be a human token somewhere in there. You went with a human token. Yep. Yep. That's one. Yep. Yep. I got a human, a blue human wizard token. Yes, there's a human wizard. Who's that? Made by Docent of Perfection. Okay. Kai? Uh, I'm all out. You're all out. <laughs> so uh, what, 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 did you, what did you score? Uh, formless horror token. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No. Uh, so you both got two emblems. Uh, did you both get human wizard? No, right. only I got human wizard. He, right. only, he got human, I didn't get the human. Okay, you didn't get human. Kai got human, so that's three all... Uh, uh, I've got one more. I got yeah. the XX zombie, the, the one that's star star as its parent. Another zombie, yeah, yeah. that's correct. And we've both got the two two zombie. 
Yeah. yeah I've and then I, the last one I got was the one-two spider with Reese. Yes, the spider. Oh. Yes. So you, I make Aaron having five. Kai, you got three. What, what about my, the spirit token? There's no spirit token. Unless you can yeah, find that's it. from Shadows of Innistrad, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But there yeah. were cards in Eldritch Moon that made it, but they just reprinted the old one. Eldritch Jack. Moon had Liliana and Tamio. Mm-hmm. Check, check. Then it had Zombie, 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 Zombie. Four of them. Oh, with different hours. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eldrazi Horror. Human, you remember that guy? Oh, the three-two. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, it's made by so many things. I know, it's so everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Human wizard, yeah. Human and the spider. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah, cool. All right, uh, quest. So we've got. I've got five-three. Kai, come on, man. Uh, question two: Magic has its own custom font. What's the name of the font, Kai? Magic Times Roman. Oh, you nailed it. What? Aaron, it's what do you... Bellend. Uh, yeah, Bellerin. It, it is, it's, it's Bellerin. Bellerin. Oh, yeah. like Jace's last name. No, Jace's oh, last name. This is the fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called Bellerin. They know their audience. Yeah, they do. All right, here we go. Chance to come back. Uh, what are the three main cities of Kaladesh? Aaron, give us one. Girapur. Girapur. Do you get that one? Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, okay, yes. check. That's a confident yes. I had that one. I believe him. I do, I do. So you can see it's written down there. Yeah. Sitting very close together. Yep. Have you got anything else? Uh, Kaladesh Prime. Bombay. Oh. Bombay, yes. And New Delhi. Have you got any other ones? Any Shanghai. Oh, if, uh, the largest city on Kaladesh is Girapur. Yep. Is a massive cogwork machine that comes alive with the power of ether. The city extends from the port district of Bomat, located at the confluence of. And then there's like blah, paragraphs blah, blah, of other stuff. <laughs> yeah, I dozed off around there. Bomat. Yeah. All right, we've got. Is that is that it? Have we got any any other, any other guesses? I wrote Krapi Chandra Art. Uh, Which was all that I got from the Crappy Chandra spoiler. art is not a person. <laughs> We've got Lathnu. Lathnu sure. is a remote settlement on the far north, perched high on the Devra Cliffs. Sure. Yeah. And uh, Pima, which spans thousands of acres. Sapina? Sapima. Pima. Yeah. Although this is a wild forest. Apuna, it Hasapima, oh, it's the home of the, of the elves. Oh, good. Yeah. And then the other yeah, one is. Pima Outrider. Yeah. Vard is an expansive region full of cows. Uh, slowly <laughs> div- oh, no. It no says, crappy Chandra art. No, it says other words here, but yeah, read between the lines, it's cows. <laughs> it says other words. <laughs> yeah. All right. So it's 6 4. That's yes. it. That's all right. Yeah, well done. Possibly you're, you're the closest ever been. Kaladesh. Kaladesh. Mechanics. We should reflect back. I heard you reflecting back as I. Went outside the shed and came back in for no apparent reason. That uh, yeah, we have been Weavers. rather dark on the writing for magic, mm. but it is its own thing in itself, isn't it? Because it's the the writing's probably a bit crappy about the story in many ways, but it's really just theme that's added to the card game in itself. So yeah. it's which what angle you come? Are we just expecting too much and being overly grumpy? Do you think I, I get that sense from us as well? Y- yeah. You want it to be this amazing, diverse thing, but even like comic books have been around for 70, 80 years and they're still struggling with. But they're good. They're, 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 oh, <laughs> but, but that's their main they thing. They're not, they're not a game as well. No, they're, the, the story and the characters are literally the only focus. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, but comic books have been around for, yeah, what I was going to say is they've been around for 60, 70, 80 years, and they're still nowadays struggling with diversity, and I think Magic is doing a really fantastic job at keeping up to date with that. Yeah. They've got 
um, genderless characters uh, like Ashiok from the Theros block. Dovin. Uh, Dovin, Dovin Barn as well is. Um, oh no, like, sorry, like I keep a- confusing like him like for Aetherborn. He's oh, Vidalcan. He's Vidalcan. I think yeah. Vidalcan. We can't tell though. They don't have. Yeah, we, we don't. They don't have no. sexual dimorphism, so mm-hmm. we think they're all the same. But yeah. Aetherborn are genderless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ashiok, very similar in uh, in looks to the Aetherborn and stuff as well. Um, <laughs> you had a, a. I'm a, pretty sure that um, uh, just pulling it up here again. It's the. Uh, I'm pretty sure that the giant spectacle is not genderless because I can see it. Because you can see some of his. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sahili, right? Yeah, they've, they've got different uh, ethnicities clearly shown on the card. So they actually brought in a um, like an African American cultural consultant for the first black planeswalker. Teferi. Uh, no, um, the first one that they'd have um, represented in story and stuff in conspiracy. So Kaya, Ghost Assassin. Oh. Uh, and then for Sahili, right? They had. Um, Indian cultural aspects and stuff come in to make sure that they're representing their culture in a fantastical way that's not uh, that's that's showing it as diverse and interesting and not really like just abusing it for the sake of it. I don't yeah, know, yeah, I guess I, I think they're doing a good job on on those fronts. It's just, but, it, but it's a card game. Richard Garfield threw together a Carfield, card game. Yeah. Carfield, a card <laughs> he, he threw together a card game, and this is. 20 odd years later isn't it it's, and, that's, and that's what we're looking at it's, but you can't just keep making um, numbers and yeah. words on cards and expect people to be to be involved so ever since they started doing Jace's Phantasm and Jace's Archivist and cards that reference mythic rares you might not ever open but when you open your booster pack you're like who's Jace who's this person talking in the flavor text who are the Aetherborn who are Dovin Barn it gives you a world to dive into yeah that's what I'm thinking you start the game now you Mm. walk into this you go whoa look at the art this is a whole world that's going on but it creates a game outside oh sorry creates a world outside the game which is always what they're trying to do They, they have pages and pages and books and books of creative guides style guides and stuff that you never see as a yeah. player um and you see that come through in um in, in the artwork in the story and stuff it's just a shame that some of the writing is so stilted it is it's it's goddamn appalling <laughs> some, of the, some of the writing but hey look we're we're hours away from pre-release what I mean, mechanics are we looking are we staring down the barrel of in this and well, we've touched yeah, so we've touched on a couple. Um, mm. What else have we got? What are we going to be thinking about as we're going to our sealed boxes and cracking them open? Mm. What are we thinking about? Uh, you want to be focusing on a lot of the stuff that that you have traditionally in the past, which is a, a good curve of creatures. You want to focus on the bombs in your set, how yep. you can cast them, and back them up with uh, with creatures to attack, block, and uh, removal spells. Yeah. Uh, so the this, br- the bread the the bread is what you're gonna kind of go thing. with thing yeah like bread is is different in in a post five six years ago world where limited sets are built a lot on synergy and building around a specific type of deck but bread still kind of stands as like a very basic marker you want to play yeah. your bombs back them up with removal uh, attacking and blocking creatures and then some combat tricks some, some yeah. equipment and whatever yeah. Um, this isn't too different. What is different about the set, though, are the new mechanics, which are energy, fabricate, vehicles. Uh, I don't think there's... Yeah, it's pretty limited, there. isn't it? Like, they yeah. were saying this is a pretty... Uh, Draft approach- is limited, uh, yeah. It's a pretty approachable set, because there's not a lot of stuff 
uh, to try and absorb if you're a new player. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it doesn't seem to lean heavily on keywords that can be hard to understand, like first strike and, and mm. that kind of thing, or double strike. And, and they've, okay. they've completely canned regeneration as well, mm. um, which is always tough for people to deal with. Yeah. There's no uh, mention of protection in this set. So what they've done... Like, this is backing themselves against not having a core set, which teaches you how to Ex- play Exactly, magic, right? and this is exactly what I thought when I read through the set for the first time. They've introduced energy, which is just another kind of resource, kind of like mana that you can spend. Yeah, They've which, introduced fabricate, which is pretty much just like either put get the that. plus one, plus one counters on this guy or make a one, one. Yeah. And then vehicles, which is just tap some creatures and then this True. artifact. Yeah. So that's it. We're done. We're, that's is that... it. That's, okay. that's it mechanically. But then how all of those things interplay is very interesting. Yeah. And so that has a very corset vibe to me. When I was reading through this, you look at something like, uh, we're looking at Morphis Squad over here. Yeah. Three and a black for a three one with Menace uh, and Fabricate one. This is a corset card to me. Very easy to pass. Menace can only be blocked by two or more creatures. Fabricate yeah. one either comes and plays a four two or a three one with a one one there. There's not much else to think about, but then if you do want to look at the set from a bigger perspective, you've got artifact synergy, you've got uh, buffs, you've got like different things that care about artifices and stuff in the set. You're looking at how black, um, it's got high power, so you can use it to crew vehicles, but yeah. low toughness, so you don't want to be attacking with it. I'll use it to crew my vehicles and stuff. So a very, very simple card like this, which on its surface is a stupid... 4-2 that sometimes is a 3-1 that makes a 1-1 has so many different options but in a way that you have to look for it and look at its its context it's cool isn't it because it, it teaches you about combos straight away if, if you're yeah. a new player yeah. because you're looking for the way that cards can, cards can interact you're like how do I do crew 4 on this vehicle oh I play this 3 cost creature that has 4 power because it's the easiest way to crew my vehicles but at the same time I think you run into some things with so, like, I've read some stuff recently where they're const- they said their biggest dilemma at the moment is trying to show some love to standard because mm-hmm. the elite players play draft, mm-hmm. but often a lot of people's first tournament experiences are standard mm-hmm. where elite players test out their, their constructed decks mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And it's, whereas if, if this is your entry to it, and this might, you know, you might buy one of the, like, even, even like, I've been at it for a while now, and I still like buying an intro deck and editing mm-hmm or just to see what I'm supposed to do with some of the cards from that set, rather than buying lots of boosters, um, and that kind of thing. And I feel like this is a weak deck, like I mean, a weak set. Because mm-hmm. you, know, you might be so chuffed that you've built this great deck about vehicles and stuff, but that person, as soon as the person sees that you've got a lot of these Kaladesh cards, or sees one vehicle, they're like, okay, cool, I just need to kill that number. Like, whatever mm-hmm. the crew number is on that vehicle. Yeah. Oh, or yeah, you tap yeah. all your creatures and you just blow up the vehicle. You don't lose any of the creatures that were crewing it, but it's still like you invested your turn into One crewing thing. this vehicle and you just blow it up and you're like, oh, Is there cool. a, What's removal look like on this set? Um, there's, there's quite a bit. A lot of it is energy-based. Um, so in mm. black, you've got get two energy counters, spend as many energy counters as you like. Target creature gets negative X, negative X till end of turn. Same in red. Uh, get two energy... Sorry, get three energy, spend as much energy as you like, deal that much damage to a creature. So you can kill a 7-7 seven, seven if you had four energy before you cast that as well. Is, I, just, I just thought, though, is this set... You know how Theros, you would get a big Voltron of, of characters, mm-hmm. and if you killed one key part, it would all just fall apart, yeah. and all of a sudden you're looking at 
five creatures that are going to attack you next round. Mm-hmm. That's a, similar to this. If you kill a vehicle, then all of a sudden you've got this crew which mm-hmm. has got no job to do, yep. and then you're going to be facing this onslaught of a, a wide board that is going to attack mm-hmm. you. And if you just use your burn, you've just used your removal card on their big uh, on the big vehicle. guy. You've still got to face off against all these other creatures that could be attacking you. So it's. Sometimes you might not want to kill a vehicle because you go, well, that's one thing that I can deal with if I yeah, can. Exactly. If it hasn't got trample or anything, mm-hmm. I can but chump block it for a while with my servo with guys and mm-hmm. instead of having to face off against four or five guys. Or even if someone's playing, yeah, has been at it for even one set longer or, or uh, two sets longer and they've got some stuff like um, uh, Blinding Reflection from Oath of the Gatewatch, which mm-hmm. is like, oh, you know, next time that thing attacks, gain that much life and negate its damage and stuff like that. If, mm-hmm. if you're sitting on that, and they've just been fielding all these little creatures, and you're like, yep, don't care, don't care, don't care. And then they're like, console flagship, and try to smash you for six. And you're like, mm-hmm. no, that's cool, I'll just gain six life and, and negate that, and <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. It just seems like there's so many, too many cheap cards from other blocks that just, you know, throw, the deal with throw a gear So you're talking, throw if a you're, wrench in the works. How these cards are going to fit in a standard, so yeah. you're going to mm-hmm. play it that way, yeah. Yeah. For standard, yeah, vehicles, I'm not sure are going to tend to. Very strong strategies, again, because they're very easily interruptible. Uh, reminds me a lot of Exalted from past sets, yeah. where you have lots of creatures with Exalted, you attack with one creature, get all your Exalted triggers, and they're like, I'll kill that thing. And you're like, well, I just wasted my entire attack step. Good, yeah, by good attacking times. with one by guy. By attacking with only one guy to get buffs, and they just killed it. Yeah. Um, but Exalted was still... It's good fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's good fun. Because you, because you just like... you, you like you know exalt this one creature and yeah. they kill it and then there's someone else becomes exalted the next turn yeah vehicles are interesting i don't think they're going to make huge waves in constructed but that we wanted to console flagship is too powerful to ignore like uh the first standard deck that i built was a zombie deck that had vehicles in it so you've always got these random two two zombies lying around why not have them pilot a vehicle <laughs> get into a car smash into your opponent next I just want to see that that's yeah. going to be fun <laughs> zombie, right? cars. Gonna, zombie cars would be uh, brilliant. there's a card called prize amalgam which is kind of the centerpiece of the zombie deck yeah. it keeps coming back from the graveyard over and over again it's a 3-3 three, three for 3 mana that pilots sky sovereign console flagship by itself yeah. so it comes back in the it, in the whatever step you untap with it <laughs> You tap it, you can immediately attack with Sky Sovereign, deal three damage to one of the things, hit them for six in the air. It's great. It's a good card. Seriously, it's a good though? Combo is it going to be console? Is even the, the strongest vehicle going to see a standard deck? Uh, I don't know. It, feel, it feels it's too really, flavorful. It feels like the standard decks are always. There's never a lot of flavor in the standard decks, are there? No, because it's I mean, not that's a rubbish to reason to think it. That, yeah. That, um, it's. Uh, the best it's it's like pretty much every mechanic um that, that they do in, in the past like you look at emerge there's maybe there's two cards that you'd play with emerge and standard this distended mindbender and elder deep fiend mm. which both have some insane effects when they enter the battlefield and you sacrifice a creature vehicles are going to be the same the only ones i expect to see play a smuggler's copter which is a three three flying for two mana crew one whenever it attacks or blocks draw a card discard a card Sky Sovereign, console flagship, which is whenever it attacks, deal three damage to a creature or planeswalker. That's powerful by itself. Yeah. That's worth spending tapping down your How creature. How much does it cost to, to five for a six five, five with flying? It's, it's well, just, it just three, yeah. It's a great rate. It's just so good. Yeah. Uh, the rest, not really so much. Uh, there's another one called uh, Speedster or Oval uh, something. Hmm. 
Let's have a look for a double chase dragster. No, it's. Uh, is this is for a standard or are you? It's a car. This is for standard. Yeah, Fleet, Fleet Wheel, Wheel Cruiser, four mana, five three, trample haste. When it enters the battlefield, it becomes a creature to end of turn. So uh, as oh, soon so as it comes down, crew five, for free. Yeah, crew for free the first time it comes in. Yeah, and then it only crews two, so you can just use a zombie token to hit him for five over and over. Four mana, five three, trample haste. Pretty good. And if you've got some creatures lying around, uh, those are the three that I expect to get played. Every, yeah. Everything else you can pretty much ignore. So when, in in short, between the two of you, you're opening your seal deck, which cards are going to make you excited? You know, what are you going to be like, oh, I got this card. I really like the, I really like the vehicles. I'm really interested to see how yeah. they play. Uh, so you, also, would, you would, if you saw a pretty strong vehicle, you would build your deck around it? There's uh, There's one. Which has me very excited, and yeah. it's a Crew Five. Oh boy! A, uh, sounds... Can you can you scroll up a little bit? I forget the cost of it. Uh, six mana, ten seven. <laughs> ten seven can't be blocked by creatures with power two or less, so it's not getting chump blocked by yeah, yeah. servo stopped whatever. Crew Five though, so yeah, you need to like, right? really commit, but you only need to hit him with it <laughs> twice. Like that that excites me. That's a ridiculous, silly draft limited card. Um, someone's <laughs> going to blow me out with our gain control of it to end of turn or whatever and yeah. bash me to death with it or something. But um, I, I don't know. I'd like to see some energy stuff. Like I open my pre-release and, and some... play some energy stuff. Like mm-hmm. even on that same thing, I'm looking at Dynavolt Tower. Whenever you cast instant or sorcery, you get two energy. So that's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for five energy, uh, you can deal three damage to target creature or player. Like, I like that match. That can really fuck someone's shit up like, yeah really um, <laughs> you know to put it absolutely technically um, yeah. and that kind of thing particularly if you had any other instance that would just like gain some energy draw a card or just like yeah, anything you, like you're spewing out energy and you just pay five pay five yeah. with this artifact to just deal yeah, three and damage even if they're sitting there with a wide field you're like cool I'll just go right over the top and use Dynavolt Tower to, mm. to shock you without having to interact with any creatures yep mm. mm-hmm. alright that's it then well open up your sealed look for those cards Easy. Flavor text. Flavor text. Flavor text. Perch along the eleven bridges. Still reading cards. There's no stopping them. Aaron six. Kai four. Going to flavor text. This is where Aaron usually wins. Anyway, just yeah. But I love it. I love that you're trying, Kai. Let's do it, huh? Well, it's because you literally go like, "How long have you been playing Kai?" And I'm like, "Oh, about nine months." And then you, it's like, "Flavor text from twenty years ago." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and let's look at some alpha flavor text. <laughs> no, no, I'm keeping it keeping it current. Oh, there's a, there is a there is a theme to this. I'll, I'll remember it as I go. Oh no, I've got it. I know, I know what I'm doing here. Okay, Birdie. these are all words I should have said before yeah. we press record. Anyway, <laughs> flavor text number one. Upon discovering what had become of her sisters, Sagada could only weep. Upon discovering what had become of her sisters, Sagada could only weep. That was sniff, sniff, sniff weep. Yeah, sniff weep. That was Sagada crying. All right, flavor text number two. Pretty quick. We're ready for anything. I guess that's how they said it. So, yeah, ready? For, we're, we're ready for anything. We're ready. For anything. We are ready for anything. Because it is Sean, it's not we are. We are. We're ready for anything. We are ready for anything. We're ready for anything. Sure. There is a theme. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Flavor text number three. She now hears only Emrakul's murmurs. 
She now hears only Emrakul's murmurs. Busted this one the other day, actually. It's very nice. Ah, she now only hears Emrakul's murmurs. She now hears only Emrakul's murmurs. She hears only now Emrakul's murmurs. Murmurs Emrakul's. Murmurs (laughs) Emrakul's. She now only murmurs Emrakul. She now only hears... She now hears only Emrakul's murmurs. Sure. Ooh. Feel the flavour in flavour text, flavour text. That's how that goes. Um, All right. So I finished a packet of um, yeah. shapes the other day. Yeah, yeah. And Pizza? I dipped my finger into the, like, you know, you moisten oh, your finger, yeah. Salty put it into bit. the thing. Yeah. Felt the flavour then as well. Oh, yeah, that's good, isn't it? It's Was it pizza flavour or barbecue flavour? My favourite is actually cheese and bacon, which I've, I've heard is sacrilege, but I quite They're like They're pretty them. chunky, those yeah, flavour chunky. bits. Mm, yeah. yeah, I just kind of hate shapes, so... Yeah, I don't know. Whoa, 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 whoa. The GTFO, It's too much cracker for the amount of flavour that's present. That's yeah. true. That's they want true. you to eat them like chips, and you just end up with this, like, bolus of... Uh, nice. Wink. Nickel. Uh, a no, nickel actually, reforming in yeah, your... It's actually what it's called, though, like a lump of food in your system. It is. B-O-L-A-S. Yeah, a bolus. Wow, interesting. Uh, it's also uh, the uh, spinning Sorry, weapon. U-S. U-S. B-O-U-S. Oh, good bolus. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and you just end up with this big lump of cracker dough. In yeah. There. And it reforms in your stomach into a singular n- nuclei of, pas- of pastry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very hard to digest. All right. Uh, who wants to go first? We've got, uh, upon discovering what had become of her sisters, Sagada could only weep. It's a weird old melded card. Brazella Voice of Nightmares? Yeah, that's the one. You're both going for... Yeah, Brazella Voice of Nightmares. It's going to be Cigar or something rather than... It is Brazella Voice of Nightmares. Oh, yes! Yes, nice. 7-5. Ooh, this means that Aaron needs to score nothing. Kai needs to score (laughs) one on each of these to tie it up. Oh, I don't think... No, I guess not. Yeah. Ooh, happen. the next one's actually Kaladesh card, but whatever. All right, you ready? Uh, We're ready for anything. Kai, what are you going with? I don't know. I just guess Morpheus Squad because it's in my head. Yeah. Um, Talia's Lancers. All right. It's Hanweir Garrison. Oh. 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 Into the writhing township. (laughs) Oh, they're ready for this. Men's melds with Hanweir battlements. Mm. So Mm. these are all meld cards. Yeah, it's called Eldritch Melding. Is this flavor text Eldritch Melding, which might help you with the third one. Eldritch Ending. (laughs) She now hears only Emrakul's murmurs. Aaron. Gisela the Broken Blade. Kai? No idea. Say the other one. Uh, Bruno the Fading Light. <laughs> Bruno the Fading Light. Yeah, no, it's Gisela. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, it's 8 5 two. I wasn't sure which one of those two it was. Oh, that was Flavor Text. Hot Garbage! Aaron Graham, Hot Garbage. I'm pretty sick of them having terrible artwork on pretty pinnacle story cards. Yeah. Chandra's face on pretty much every card that she's been printed on apart wow. from Widespread. of Defiance. Widespread hot garbage there from Aaron. Kai, what do you got for hot garbage? Uh, similarly widespread, Chandra is the most printed planeswalker. This will be her ninth 
uh, Planeswalker card. And there's two versions of her in Kaladesh as well. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sure Jace will turn up in Aetherstorm because yep. he's on the plane with Ajani. He's the second most printed. He's got seven cards. Nissa's got another card. She's third most printed. This will be her seventh card. Yeah. Oh, stop uh, hogging the limelight, guys. Yeah. yeah. And then underneath that, with five cards each, is Ajani, Liliana, and Garrick. So if Ajani and Liliana uh, will definitely get another one. <laughs> More of them. Good. So yeah. it's just that, that disparity we mentioned between these red shirts side characters that are going to turn up the haves and the have-nots never going to actually walk any planes oh I feel sorry for them already oh okay oh, my, I didn't get to whinge about Tooth Collector terrible looking card <laughs> oh hey oh whoa whoa whoa, whoa. hey uh, it's Mr. Aaron Graham playing uh, hey you've got some, got a bit of time there Um, what do you want what do you want oh don't be like that oh, look I can't what are we doing here man we're in Kaladesh this is Miles away, there's chickens for crying out loud. I go to yeah. Zendikar, I go to Innistrad, and somehow you are always wherever I am. Well, I want to play my flute in yeah. peace, and yet you are always there. <laughs> what do you want to know? Oh, I'm just I'm sick of it. Leave me alone. I know everyone needs a bit of time to play with the flute by themselves. <laughs> in a market full of chickens, yeah. What's the deal? Yeah. What's well, wrong with that? Look. Doing this uh, podcast thing, uh, I don't know what that is. It's called oh, well, it's, it's called Seven Lane Hand. But a lot of people uh, listen to it, and uh, they want to know what's coming up in uh, Magic down the track. Okay, okay. yeah. So I got, I got, I, l- yeah. let me let me tell you about some stuff. So you know about Head Judge Tezzeret, right? Oh yeah, Head yeah. Judge Tezzeret is here for the Inventors yeah, yeah. Fair. Head Judge Tezzeret is only on Kaladesh, yeah, to judge the fair and take all of the items from it. For the best things from the Inventors Fair. Yeah. He's going to steal the Matter Transporter. He's going to steal the Panharmonicon. He's going to steal Wait the Girapur Orrery. This is starting to sound like Hitchhiker's Guide of the Galaxy. Is that? He's, yeah, he's going to take all the stuff and he's going to use it for some nefarious purpose. Yeah. After he uses his to destroy planes walkie ways to take them <laughs> planes walkie ways them is that how they say to a yeah. different plane yeah where he's going to take them to his master Nicol Bolas who's going to use all of these inventions to engineer Revive something to Emrakul? mess up the gatewatch and the gatewatch is going to oh. get involved are they and they're going to win you, well, obviously they look, but Nicol yeah. Bolas is going to sure try and stop them oh you doing know, it uh, I don't know if you know about movies and everything but we're on the podcast like I, I mentioned don't know earlier about do you oh, okay? Well, could you look in maybe? Will there be a movie of this sort of thing happening? Do you think? No. Is oh, it's, yeah. seems pretty definite. Is that so? I've stu- heard a bit about yeah. your plane. Yeah, Earth, yeah, the that's universe the one. Milky Way, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hollywood audiences aren't interested in characters that they don't know <laughs> about already, so they yeah. need to have an origin story. And yeah. whatever it is, if they ever do make it, it's going to be terrible. Oh, okay. yeah, oh, I'm that's disappointing. <clears throat> no, we're here for the facts. Uh, any uh, cards coming up that are exciting that you know? Uh, there's going to be an Ajani Planeswalker card, an oh, Aether yeah. Revolt. Yeah, and there's probably going to be a, a Tezzeret card in Aether Revolt. Aether Revolt as well. As well. How yeah, many but, eyes does Ajani uh, uh, have by the time he rocks up in uh, Aether Revolt? Well, well, one. One, just yeah, the one, just well, the one. And when he leaves, when we say goodbye to him after Aether Revolt, uh, still have both of them, or is he? No, a negative one. Negative. So he's going to lose two more. He's going to lose two more eyes. <laughs> well, a planet worker is going to give him an eye. Yeah, and then take it and away. Then immediately oh, gouge it out. That's just that's nasty. Cruel. It is nasty. nasty. But that's that's what I've seen. 
I don't yeah. really have much else to say. I'm oh, going to fade away no, into this market but, and just sh- yeah. shut your eyes. Oh, I'll be, I'll no, be gone in a second. Fe- do- uh, oh, man. He's just disappeared. That was amazing. It's twos. It's and twos. Tweets and news. Oh, that's Spoiler. weird. That sounded really weird coming yeah. out of my mouth, saying it correctly. All right. Usual sort of stuff. Uh, make a comment. Write to us at podcast at sevenlandhand.com. Maybe get a Pub Magic Nerd badge. Yeah. Uh, you can win code names by leaving a comment on the post for episode 74. It's free. Yeah, it's real easy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's currently pinned to the top of Sevenland Hand Facebook page. Uh, me and at least Matt, maybe Jamie, are going to be back in a fortnight with uh, a chat about Beyond Baker Street. Ooh. Game I picked up at Gen Con, mm-hmm. and uh, Jamie hasn't been able to get a copy of Is so that far. the next uh, <laughs> Game of the Month? Game of the Month, yeah. Mm. Sherlock Holmes flavoured, some would say, Sherlock Holmes flavoured Hanabi. Oh, that's interesting. It's yeah. cooperative? Yeah, yeah. It's Ooh, cooperative. Yeah, well, more on that in a fortnight. You know? Oh, yeah. Teaser there, right? Don't tell me too much. Um, and what's what else has been going? What else is Neats and Twos? We've got Bits going on. We've got Kaladesh pre-release coming up. Oh it's yeah, be very exciting in a few days. So this will be about Monday, Tuesday when this mm-hmm. drops. So so you got three or four days to sign up for pre-release. It's going to be yeah. big. Look big, at your big, spoilers. Big weekend. Yeah, make some plans. Mm-hmm. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. Exciting stuff, huh? Yeah, there's lots of Kaladesh to be played. I'm so excited for. Uh, Think about what vehicle you want to drive down to. The... Yeah, I'm going to be playing in Grand Prix Kuala Lumpur in October as well, which is going to be standard format with Kaladesh. Oh, KL, KLD and KLD? KLD and KLD. I might put my KLD in some KLD. 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 Oh, that's okay. gross. I'm sorry. Well, that's, a... <laughs> that's disgusting. Oh, well, it's got late enough to be able to get away with that. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's about it, Kai. Any any eats and twos? Personal adventures coming up? Oh, right. not really. I'm just excited to get back into Kaladesh because I was a bit like meh on yeah. zombies and werewolves and that kind of thing. I'm like, oh, oh me too. Aether oh, punk come and on. cars and mm. I just want to play horror magic Blitz, forever. Um, Smiths and yeah, I'm into yeah, dwarves as well. You guys, Are you? you guys like dwarves? Oh, uh, KLD and some D. D D D D Triple D. Yeah, okay. Tell you what though, the other day I was walking along and some yeah. guy nearly hit me with his fleet wheel cruiser and I was like, yeah. Hey I'm Vidalkin here Vidalkin <laughs> 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 here. I'm Vidalkin here. <laughs> That's gold. Uh, all right, that was it. Well, th- well thanks very much, Aaron. Thanks for coming back to the country. Thank you, Dr. David, for paying for all of it. You, did I pay for your Manchester no, trip? No, no, you didn't. No, you like, didn't. All I'm the just, sound of You music. know, just for the future, if you, if that's what you want to do. Then okay. You can did, s- I tell you about, uh, did I tell you guys about the time I nearly pooped myself at a Grand Prix? No, no, tell so us about it. That I was sounds playing like a good in, outro. Uh, in Sydney. Mm. Uh, we were a bit late in because the place that we were staying was about 40 minutes away from the, the <laughs> yes. venue. Long taxi on, ride On in. the way in, Eating curry. Mc- McDonald's had a... Uh, you know, had a curry wrap, uh, had two or three hash browns and a sausage muffin and a McDonald's coffee, which somehow set my bowels oh. just yeah popping. The uh, th- they coffee say enema from the top down. That uh, a thousand players all sit down for the players meeting. Yes, you got half an hour to build your deck, register your pool, and I found <laughs> I really, really need to poo, you but I can't leave without just... building my deck. So I was just building my deck with the turtle head <laughs> popping out. <laughs> And um, oh when I got to the toilet, it was full. <laughs> and then when I got in the toilet, there was no toilet paper. So I had to run across <laughs> the dog free thing. Yeah. Wipe my butt with my life total pad. Is that what you did? <laughs> oh, crap. 
Yes, that's <laughs> what a happened. Story yeah. of tragedy. Yeah. So, almost, so hang on. What, but you, I was very, very close to pooing myself, and I probably would have had to wait a minute. Skip wait a minute. First couple of rounds. So you were in the bogs. You you dropped the load. Yeah. Then you ran. Then you realized no toilet paper. You up pants, went back across the no, floor. No, no. There was no toilet paper in the first one. Ran to a second one where there was also no toilet paper because there were a thousand magic players at the venue. Yeah, and they poo. Oh. I had to poo. I was like, sure, there's got to be something in my bag that's right next to me. <laughs> Couldn't really waddle over to the sink. This is gross. Yeah, and oh, so, and there was a life total pad in your bag. Yeah, so that's that's what I did. So <laughs> it's a bit non super absorbent, isn't it? Oh, it's like it's really sheer. Yeah. So it didn't really <laughs> didn't really do much. So, so you could say that you nearly your bum nearly suffered an unlicensed disintegration in. Hell of this condition. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, chucked a bit of a Sahili oh. Brai. Yeah. Oh, that's... No, that's that, what I meant. Ooh. Okay. You got nothing to top that? No. no. I, I have never really... No. 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 Coffee doesn't make it explode? Uh, not explode. <laughs> There's been a couple of times where I've been, you know, just checking every available bathroom somehow. Yeah. Uh-huh. With the all got Aaron in the middle. <laughs> yeah. He's in all of them at once. You're like, oh, free life total pad. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Night. Or oh, you could stick around and listen to Douche de Mond. Disclaimer. All right, here we go. Go, Kai. Hello. Herzlich willkommen in Brech an Boosterpackung. Hier haben wir eine Boosterpackung aus uh, Düstermond. Uh, natürlich erst haben wir ein Token, uh, es heißt Mensch Soldat. Oh, Mensch Soldat! <laughs> <laughs> ja. uh, ein Kraft und uh, ein. Oh, wie heißt Toughness auf Deutsch? Ein Ein? Ja, uh, yeah, es ist ein Ein. Uh, Spielsteinkreatur, Mensch Soldat. Er sieht cool aus, mit Arme hmm. und so weiter, mit Rüstung. Very much so. Ja. Uh, yeah. yeah. uh, Erster Kommen, uh, Friedhofs. Uh, Friedhof's Rekrutierung. Yeah. Cemetery Recruitment. Yeah. Yeah. Wenn man ein Barbarian ist auf Englisch, dann heißt ja Cemetery <laughs> Recruitment. What? Uh, yeah. Es ist ein Hexerei. Ja, ein und ein Schwarz. Liliane auf. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, That's okay. When okay. I almost put myself in a Grand Prix, I had lots of Einfahrts as well. Yeah. Ah, lots of Einfahrts. Uh, bringe eine Kreaturenkarte uh, deiner Wahl this. aus deinem Friedhof auf deine mm-hmm. Hand zurück. Falls skip to the right, skip to the right. No, 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 this is good. Uh, uh, Shield des Katharers. Oh. Uh, Artefakt, Ausrüstung. Yeah. Scheiße, Karte. Ja, scheiße, Karte. Aber es kostet null. Yeah. Die ausgerüstete Kreaturenkarte. Und hat Wachsamkeit. <laughs> mm. uh, Nächster, erleuchtete Wahnsinnige. Vinegar, yeah. Uh, so it's creator, mensch. Vinegar um, target chips. Is it? Yeah, tasty. Uh, target fritte. Fritz. Cheese and onion. Mm, is, oh, sicher tot. Certain death. Mm, zerstöre eine Kreatur deiner Wahl. Ihr Beherrscher verliert uh, zwei Lebenspunkte und du erhältst zwei Lebenspunkte dazu. Ah, es mm. hat Geschmacktexte. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, einige yeah. Geister heften sich an einer Person und schwägen oh. in ihrer wachsenden Angst bis zu einem finalen Moment alles verschlingende Panik. Fantastic. Oh. Und keine Eier. <lacht> und keine Eier. Spracken Sie Deutsch. Volkswagen. Wurgende Fesseln. Wurgende uh, uh, Fesseln. <laughs> That's gone, yeah. Es sieht wie uh, Pink Nudeln aus. Um, mm. 
ja, um Hals und so weiter. Äh, Verzauberung, Aura, verzaubert eine Kreatur. Die verzauberte Kreatur kann nicht angreifen oder blocken. Mhm. Mhm. Ja. Äh, drei ja. und zwei Weiße, die Verkündung Weiße Karten. Und Exil. Mhm. Why? Why? Ja. Urtumliche Druidin. Druidin, Kreatur, Mensch, Druide. Äh, wenn die uh, urtumliche Druidin stirbt, kannst du deine Bibliothek nach einer Standardlandkarte. Oh. Es ist eine Druid Mitlande. Übergelauntes Blut. Scheiße, Karte. Ein und ein Rot. Eine Kreatur deiner Wahl erzählt plus zwei und plus zwei und verursacht Trampelschaden bis zum Ende des Zuges. Wahnsinn, ein Rot. Bund der Wolfzipper. Oh. Wolfkinbond? Mm. Wolfzipper. Right. Verzauberung North, North Aura, verzaubert eine Kreatur. Bringe eine zwei und zwei grünen Wolfkinbond Spielstein in Make a, little, make a little wolf friend. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wenn man einen Wolffender wollt, dann, äh, ja, dann bescheiden sie Bund der Wolfsippe. Äh, verzweifelte Wachposten. Kreatur Delirium. Der verzweifelte Wachposten. Ja, Delirium auf Deutsch heißt Delirium. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. äh, ja, ich ja, glaube, ja. dass es weil Delirium ein äh, Wort aus Latein ist. Oh. Äh, Good. Äh, Gauter oh, oh. Angler. Kreatur, Mensch. Äh, und äh, graulicher Anglerfisch. So, uh. den Fisch hat den Mann vergessen. Uh, Transformer. Oh. Transformer, ja. Yeah. Dann ist es, dass niemand ihre Wirkung Pardon, you don't No, I don't understand what you're talking about. Give me back to Kai. Flavor texting. Oh, ha. Ohne Frage sind diese Gewässer yeah. oh, it's the half of the sentence. Aber oh, yeah. wenn ich all meinem Jahr auf sie That's etwas gelernt habe, yeah. dann ist oh. es, dass niemand ihre Verlocken widerstehen kann. It's a pronunciation I really understand. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. yeah. We've all... Yeah. Yeah. Mord! <laughs> Mord! Uh, ein und uh, ein Schwarz und ein Schwarz. Zerstör eine Kreatur deiner Wahl. There's lots of Schwarzing. <laughs> Uh, Iris Wolf, Junges. So, das ist ein junger Wolf, das verrückt ist. Scheiß. Hauptmann des Weiles. Kreatur, Mensch, Krieger. Uh, immer wenn der Hauptmann des Weiles angreift oder blockt, erhalten andere Menschen, die du kontrollierst, plus eins und plus eins bis zum Ende des Zuges. Blutsauge, Heuer, aus dem Jenseits. Mm. Es spielt Dance. keine große Rolle. Ich bin nicht alleine im Kampf gegen sie. Jetzt oh, was ist denn hier? Zombie-Decken. Oh, fantastischen. <lacht> Karte-Bibliothek? Ja. 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 Uh, Karte, uh, schwarz, bleu. Uh, und oh, unsere no. uh, well, am coolsten Karte, oh, natürlich haben oh, wir keine yeah, Token, yeah. wir haben ein Placeholder. So viel auf Deutsch klingt yeah. so wie yeah. auf yeah. Englisch. Ja, ja, ja. Finstere Rettung. The Salvation of Night. Nee. Um, dark. Cryptbreaker. Dark Saving, Dark Rescue. Dark, oh, dark Salvation. Salvation. Yeah. Oh. That's going yeah, to be Auf deck. Deutsch, wir haben nur Rettung. 
Like, I only have one uh, testicle. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the other is in the Albert Hall. Yes. Hexerei. Ein Spieler deiner Wahl bringt X zwei und zwei schwarze Zombie-Kreaturspielsteine ins Spiel. Dann erhält bis zu einer Kreatur deiner Wahl für jeden Zombie, denn diese Spieler kontrolliert. Minus 1 und minus 1 yeah. bis zum Ende des Zuges. Zahllose Gulen drängte sich durch. Trabenstraße und mit ihnen kam die Erlösung der Stadt. I'm putting that straight in my deck. Zombie deck. Ja, ich liebe diese finstere Rettung. Fantastic.